Network. All right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of ET Network. I'm your host, Deadman, with me, as always, DJ Grave Robber. And today we're joined by Danny Atwell from Dark Charm Media, the only man that's actually directed Pamela Anderson in a pornography film. I truly right. apologize for that. <laughs> anyway, so this is the beginning of the show. Uh, we got a, we got a lot of stuff to go over, and, well, and we got we get we're gonna we're gonna talk mostly freeform because I wanted Danny on here. I've been wanting him for a couple of weeks to get on here because we're, he is relaunching Dark Charm uh, with a whole new set of stuff, and we're gonna get to that in a second. But we do a wrap up every week. So, uh, DJ, what have you been up to this week? What have you been playing, consuming, so on and so forth? You know what I've been up to this week. We've pretty much like been working on it basically nonstop. We're going to talk about it, so go ahead. Yeah, we're working on uh, the next uh, audio drama. Yeah, yeah, for my own uh, YouTube channel. Uh, the first one, actually, you know, success for you know for me. I mean, you know, like I said, you know, tiny YouTube channel, but I don't care. You know, if it, it, it gets if it gets a hundred views, I'm like woo over the moon, over the moon. You know, you know. Fuck those people with thousands upon thousands of subscribers. What the hell do they know? They just got they lucky. Grandfathered. Hmm? They were they were totally grandfathered in though. Because every time every time on the channel we work on together, we, every time we put up a, any kind of image, it, YouTube is like, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, fuck your face, and then like takes the whole <laughs> fucking video down. Like that's what, that's what happens. So keep going. Like your like your movie reviews. <laughs> but yeah, that's why I stopped. Literally, that's why I stopped because I couldn't even put up a goddamn poster that was publicly released for like media consumption. I used to put it up, and it would just take down my whole fucking thing. Aricado, hi Aricado. Mike says, "Don't say the name of the channel. That would be stupid." Pony X Machina. So go ahead, DJ. Keep going. That was. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Uh, so yeah, YouTube. I swear to God, ever since the ever since the apocalypse, you know. But anyway, yeah, yeah no. So uh, people will uh, watch it. Uh, if you're listening to this, by all means, yeah, the channel is Pony X Machina. Uh, the the uh, video or the story is called uh, "They All Look the Same," a uh, creepy horror, uh, <laughs> the creepy horror audio drama that uh, everyone loves. We're actually looking to uh, expanding it uh, even uh, broader. Yeah. So, Danny, maybe I may call on you for some voice acting, you know, give you a taste of your own goddamn medicine. Hey, man, I ain't got no problem with that. I was, I was hoping for some apprehension. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't no apprehension for me at all. I know. Dang it. You know, I'm up please, for the challenges, man. Well, please, <laughs> I, I just put the link in the uh, chat. So if you guys want to click on that, that is our uh, that is the that is the main link to the story. They all look the same. So in case you guys want to click on that, go over there and subscribe real quick and come right back. We don't mind. So what else, DJ? So, yeah. So basically, you know, so, yeah, you guys want to check that out. You know, by all means, you know, like, comment, subscribe, all that crap. But uh, we're working on the uh, the second story called, which will be the continuation to this one called uh, Game Over. I'm not yeah. going to spoil anything about it here, but, you know. No, I, still gotta, I still gotta go in and edit it and trim it down. Oh, 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 you missed her. Oh, I'm gonna edit it Saturday. Dude, <laughs> Saturday sucks. Like, Saturday sucked for me, for the entire fucking world. I was supposed to hang out with Grave Robber and play fucking Division Saturday, and I was done, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Like, no, we, did, we, did the, we did the show, and you can see in the show where I am, I, like, I have my eyes propped up like this because I'm trying to stay awake. <laughs> like, I'm like, Saturday just sucked. 
Yeah, it always does. Uh, so yeah, um, so pretty much been running on that. So I guess we'll be continuing on with that. You know, getting that all cleaned and finalized, and I'll uh, be uh, acting, uh, looking for voice acting, perhaps Tuesday. If all goes I know well. a guy. <laughs> right? Oh, or a few. I bet, <laughs> I bet you know one guy. So yeah, that's pretty much what I've been working on. Needed projects to you know keep going on that crap. All right. Great rubber. What about you, man? Well, I've been uh, mostly playing Tom Clancy's The Division 2. It's a third-person shooter game available for Xbox, PC, PlayStation, things like that. Uh, Having a good time with that. I uh, went to Walmart today, got me a couple new pairs of work pants and uh, a nice work shirt. But uh, I did start listening to this YouTube channel that's actually like really cool. It's got like a real creepy pasta feel to it. Uh, one of the few channels that I've discovered recently that uh, I actually subscribe and turn on the notification bell. It's called Pony X Machina. And uh, I have checked out their recent one. They all look the same. And that one was that, that was kind of creepy. And then there was another one I listened to that um, I really kind of was interested in it. It was called I Hunt Ponies. And that just like had this really awesome aesthetic to it. You know, I picture like the narrator just sitting at a mahogany desk, you know, with like a glass of scotch and a nice cold granite, like whiskey stone in it. And then on the other side of the desk, there's a burning cigarette. He's just telling you this story and that's all you see. Um, So I'm probably going to listen to some more of that. Finally got around to watching this movie, uh, Me, Myself and Irene. Oh, took really? Three, the first time? For the first time. It took me three days to watch it because, honestly, that movie was absolute clown shoes. <laughs> like, I feel like <laughs> my life would not have changed at all if I ain't never watched that film. No. <laughs> no. But that's about as exciting as it got for me. What about you, Danny? What have you been up to consuming and stuff like that? Hmm. Uh... Mostly wrestling stuff. Um, I um, I actually uh, like me and my missus went out to our local comic store for the first time in like years, and we she bought some comics, I bought some comics. So, like I've been reading uh, the new uh, Superman seventy eight, you know, the nineteen seventy eight thing that they're doing. Yeah, all set in the world of Christopher Reeve's Superman. And uh, that's been really cool so far. And I also picked up Batman 89, but I haven't had a chance to to look at all those. Um, video game-wise, I honestly have not been playing anything except for my Star Trek Fleet Command. <laughs> and then, um, and then you know, like watching, you know, like, you know, any type of like TV or anything. It's, uh, I, I've been watching NYPD Blue. And I've literally been like just laughing at like a lot of the different stuff that they're doing. I'm like, yeah, that's unconstitutional. Yeah, that's unconstitutional. <laughs> There's no way that that should have ever happened. When yeah, he says yeah. he wants a lawyer, that's it. You're done. And I was like, how is that admissible in court? <laughs> like yeah, it was. No. It was just a matter of like picking everything out and just just shaking my head. It, it was just funny. Yeah, I, I, I've done that with that fucking show. Like, that one and uh, CSI. Like, I know a mm-hmm. lot of people are like, oh, CSI is so accurate. I'm like, no, the fuck it's not. Because once no, somebody says, not. I want a lawyer, you are done. You walk the mm-hmm. fuck out. You shut the fuck up. 
anything you say past that can be used against you and, and to literally just dismiss the case. Yep. Mm-hmm. So like this bullshit where they're like, I want a lawyer, and the guy gets punched or something because he's like suspected of murdering you know, that fucking chinchilla or something. <laughs> it's fucked. And like I'm just like, yeah, congratulations, you just got that guy off in your whole department suit. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's just it's crap. And I'm just like, you're an idiot. And um, yeah. But what else? Is it? Or is that it? Um, other than working on my own, or, or, you know, our own material, that, that's pretty much been it, you know? Understandable. So, uh, I've been yeah, voice acting yeah. for DJ. I've been voice acting for Danny. Uh, I did a voice acting gig earlier this week uh, for about a hundred bucks. I'm not allowed to talk about it, but I will just say, hey, I got paid. Uh, I saw Encanto. Everyone fucking told me to see Encanto, and I saw Encanto. I have issues. We'll get to that. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's not the issues you think, right? It's not the issues you think. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Now, do you, okay. now is it now is it that you have issues or you have subscriptions? That could both. be a big, big, bigger thing. Yes, yeah. I have both. Uh, so, on top of that, I finished uh, Peacemaker. I finished the book of Boba Fett. Uh, I, I like I said, I, I I stand with the idea that I am vindicated in that Boba Fett is a boring fucking character. I, yeah, they I, made I, him out to be it. pretty boring. They He's had, always they, been boring. The thing is, like, and, and the worst part is, is like, you had to bring the Mandalorian in to basically finish the whole series off because no one boring. I, I honestly had more. Um, and I'll agree. Like, I don't know if anybody else had. It's like I had more of a, uh, I had more of a following of uh, Ming Na Wen's character, you know, of, of Fennec Shan than I. Than I did for Boba Fett, and Boba Fett was supposed to be like this big badass that they wrote out in the comics, but then they were like, "Ah, eh, this is Disney now. We don't care about all that stuff." <laughs> and that's actually a, a big, huge problem, though, because yeah, I mean, it, like, yeah, people, if you read the comics, Boba Fett is fucking badass, and he's very interesting if you read yes. the comics. But when Disney threw all that crap out, it's like, eh, this this text takes talent and work. We're Disney. What the hell are we doing? I mean, it, like, it, and it's depressing. <laughs> He's in the back to tank every episode. I'm like, what do you do? Like they, they tried to Quentin Tarantino it, which is funny because you know uh, Robert Rodriguez is involved. But I mean, the, the biggest part was like they had Cad Bane, and for those of yeah. you who don't know, like Cad Bane is one of the most badass characters in the fucking Star Wars universe. Uh, dresses like Grave Robber is now, and uh, <laughs> called it right. <laughs> Uh, but the idea, the idea of like Boba Fett being an interesting character, going back to the comics, he's really fucking not the shit. The shit he was involved in was interesting, not him. Actually, no, he was. How? Dude, there was a lot. Dude, I read them all. Tell me which you one. You sure you read them all? Because I read them all. Dude, goddamn, dude, remember his fucking um, dude, he fucking took on Vader. Yeah. With a fucking lost. lightsaber, he lost, but, how, but he, he still fucking held his own. And it's it's fucking Vader. Yeah, I mean, like who who could honestly take him on if he was actually serious? We know he was holding back with Luke because that's his freaking son. He was holding Ooh. back with a myriad of people because his whole fucking job for a long goddamn time was literally dark side recruiter. He had a desk it, and everything, a little actually, plaque. No, his job was actually Jedi Vader. freaking Slayer. That was his job. 
so was so yeah jedi slayer that was his job we're, 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 just, no. we're just gonna throw away all the clones and all the jedis they murdered no that was all darth fucking vader that was palpatine bro don't try to don't try to fucking move credit where it doesn't belong vader well, killed yeah, Palpatine, Palpatine gave him younglings. the uh, gave him gave him the task of taking out the jedi he only had like what two exceptions but then again one might not even be canon anymore uh freaking star killer yeah, and, and oh, what's up, Puppy Cam? <laughs> puppy Cam, you starting oh, to bother me? Is he looking at everybody on the screen? Okay, we're done. He's like, yeah, no. he's like, yeah, <laughs> screw you, <laughs> screw these people. He's like, what are these people? What is? What's he this was, thing you're he doing? was tasked. He was tasked to hunt down mm-hmm. four Jedi that were not present for Order sixty six, and he killed literally three of them. Mm-hmm. He fucking failed with the last one. Why? Because he was outmatched. Well, yeah. I mean, he, he, he had the most powerful being. But what he did, what he, what he couldn't get up with, with freaking dueling. What did he do? Ran. Oh, that that part. Yeah, yeah. yeah he literally so brought he'll, down he'll his own fleet. It. Yeah, he, he'll take it out. Like this is Vader. If he can't get you one way, he'll get you he'll get with you the other. other. Yeah, <laughs> but but Boba Fett, Boba Fett taking on Vader in the comics, so many fucking people do. In fact, a goddamn mouse droid takes on Vader. Yeah, but the but mouse, that mouse droid goes away. Yeah, it's like yeah. <laughs> it just skirts away. Exactly, the mouse droid died. Boba Fett lived. No, the mouse. That, there was the mouse droid that took on Vader and lived. No, that must I'm not joking. Dirty. I'm not joking. Hold on, let me see. Let I think I see. know what you're talking about. You know what? That mouse droid got lucky. He had the dead man's luck. <laughs> It's, it's 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 just either way like there was uh I don't I think you just don't like Boba Fett I think that's what it is I, I mean even, I can understand if you Boba think he's overhyped because one because he is like because Lucas flat out said Boba Fett was meant to have presence he wasn't meant to really talk much or do much he's like he's there to look badass and truth be told he's honestly an excellent example like you don't have to do much if you have natural charisma and that outfit at the time was pretty awesome it's like you know it told the story like it's like well how do you get this like you know why it looks so you know you know rusted and like you know what kind of battles this guy fought uh well, what's the dent in his head while well, cad bane put that there you know <laughs> everything and... that everything that happens to fucking boba fett happens before or after the movies like yeah. in the fucking movies when he was literally like this massively hyped character fucking boba fett did nothing yeah, literally epic rap battles of history. You had four lines in the trilogy, and one of them was ah, like no. So like, yeah. I've always fucking contended the idea that fucking Boba Fett is not an interesting character, and even in the original comics, when he does come out, he's not interesting. The situations they put him in are interesting, and that's fucking different. You want to see somebody interesting in an interesting situation? Look at Tremors, the very first movie with Valentine and Earl, Val and Earl. Those guys were really interesting, and they were in a really interesting scenario, and that makes that makes it fun. That makes it watchable. But Boba Fett personality is a mask and a monotone voice that's modulated, and that's it. Fucking cool. They yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, he wrote he that a lot better. I agree. Yeah, yeah. He is being pretty much a blank slate. That, that's how Lucas actually. Uh, originally made him and to be told his popularity was actually a surprise to him he was like because he wasn't he wasn't supposed to be in the third movie like at all yeah no like uh and luke was like okay his figure selling you know screw it put him in the beginning you jump in that hole 
Yeah, right. So uh, either way, so I broke a poker fit, and uh, like it, it was just um, I don't know. Like I said, I'm, I'm still I'm, I'm still vindicated in the fact that Boba Fett is not an interesting character. But let's talk about Encanto. You, you guys have seen it, right, Danny? I've not seen it. Okay, we got rubber. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay, and DJ, right? Yeah, I saw it. All right. <laughs> so got... tell me. What is the issues that see? I got like I'm thinking these things, but I want to hear like what do you think? So what are the issues that you that uh? Okay, my main had? issue is pacing. That's literally my main issue. My main issue with it is the pacing. They have this weird Pixar rhythm in the very in the first third, and then it slows down to almost to crawl in the second in the second third, and then right at the end, the end of the movie, the last third, it's just fast forwarded. You don't get to, you know because you don't get time for characters to breathe. You don't get time for characters to to even you know what I mean show what they're worth as far as you know a fucking Dis- a Disney Pixar film is. Bruno is completely glossed over. We get we get a song about him. We get a couple of scenes about him, and end story. That's it. He has a redemption arc. What's the redemption arc? Why did he need redemption in the first? Yeah. Place? Why did he need redemption? Yeah. That that yeah. That, that sounds <clears throat> well. Like I mean. Not- yeah, that was the issue I was actually like wondering about. Like, it's like, yeah, it, that means he's, yeah, that that has to be it. Then you say it wasn't that. I was like, what? Yeah, the, mo- no, the movie was released November 24, twenty twenty one. So it's past the six weeks rule. You don't oh, have to much be so, yeah. like, open. No, <laughs> like, no, no. I, I'm not being Bruno. Literally, open. like at the major point, the turning point at the end of the film, wrote up after everything was done and was like, "Did I miss something?" Yeah. yeah like, and keep in mind, people. <laughs> The song is number one at the moment about we Bruno, talk this about character. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah we, um, this character is number one bing, in the charts. Bing, bing. And what does that this, tell you about our culture when something like that's number one? Yeah. That it's good. That they finally no, beat Elsa after no, all no. these years. <laughs> oh, and also, I also joined an elite fighting force myself. Ah. Yeah. Fuck you both. Anyway, fuck <laughs> you. Oh really? Hold on, hold on. No, no grave robber. <laughs> oh, <Fuck me. laughs> oh mania. Danny Wayne. What you gonna do, brother? I see your Hulkamania and I raise you. Strike first. Oh no. <laughs> oh, he um Martin Cove was actually on uh AEW Dynamite this past week. Man, Why? Uh-oh. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but he was he reasons. was uh yeah, I mean, like he was doing some sort of like Cobra Kai thing with Brett Baker, and I was like, "Why?" Promotion. <laughs> and then Melissa Joan Hart was also backstage. Why? Prom- promoting the series, man. I don't know. Melissa Joan Hart's promoting what? Clarissa explains it all, part two. Absolutely. I mean, I, I wouldn't. So. I wouldn't. Yeah, mind. look, yeah, Carissa, yeah, Chris explained it all was actually a guilty pleasure of mine when I was a kid. So I actually did enjoy that show. I sh- I shouldn't have because it was. Were it was you a Sabrina the Teenage Witch person too? No. Okay. Uh, wait, who? Sabrina, Sabrina the, Teenage the Teenage Witch. Witch. Oh yeah. yeah, I heard about. It. I never watched it. Okay. Never no, yeah, I, I like that shit, dude, with the fucking talking cat. <laughs> oh, no thanks. That thing the looks sailor. like it was made out of uh, fucking pipe cleaners and and hot glue gun. I mean, uh, it was the '90s, though. Everything was like out of focus when you watch it on TV. Well, no, because we I mean, didn't like, have de- uh, definition television back then. Uh, Everything's like all willy nilly. Yeah, it, it didn't need to be in focus to be broadcasted. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but but to finish off in canto, uh, 
there were there were uh colombianos or not colombianos uh wait where 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 it was colombia yeah yeah so there were colombianos and uh, a lot of their culture uh which was really cool to see not only not only as a hispanic but you know as somebody who knows like the culture itself it was really cool to see uh like how much they did put into it and how much of the personalities and how much of the like grave robber said the family trauma that goes into being a, a hispanic or a hispanic related person uh it, it was and the food and it the was really good. so good uh <laughs> but um in the end, uh, I think the the biggest takeaway, and no bullshit, like I was so so proud of John Leguizamo, I really was. Like I was so proud of him, and I know this is sounding stupid to skip over the rest of the fucking movie, all the visuals and everything else, but to hear John Le- Leguizamo actually voice act was amazing, because he's he's not he's not the the crazy New York guy with the Puerto Rican accent and Macago and tu madre kind of bullshit, no. He wasn't shit this ass, you know, like, no, he wasn't an effect in an accent. He wasn't doing some kind of, you know, you know, the, 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 the pest kind of thing. No, he was John Leguizamo. He was John. And to hear him not have to affect an accent, not have to do something silly, but to actually just act to, to get the emotions out into the, into the, into the, the character. I was so proud of him. And I was like, well, I can't believe we took fucking Disney and Pixar <laughs> To give him this opportunity, like what the actual fuck, dude? Like, you gotta as admit, a voice though, actor, go ahead. You gotta admit he was typecast for a lot of that stuff for years. So for him to be able to pull something like that out shows how much amazing range the guy actually does have. Yeah. No. So. Yeah. And, and and the 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 thing is, is it's it's such a it's such a beautiful thing, right? So like. Like when I look at like being typecast, I understand that because he's the past. He's John Leguizamo. He's clown from Spawn. You know, Honestly, you know that, that, I kind of respected him in the in the in the clown uh, role because oh, yeah, that dude, could not great. have been comfortable yeah, doing that's that the role. first role that I think of. Yeah, right. says John Leguizamo. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> like dead. D E D dead. <laughs> Boy, you fell on those train tracks, and the stupid train just kept running over you, right? Just <laughs> running over you. Like, yeah, I know how to do the voice, but um, well, the voice, no, like, but like, just the uh-huh. performance. You know, him having to do all that as clown, like yeah, crouching yeah, down yeah. at the, make sure the mannerisms are right, and oh my god, like that's why I to, knew that guy was dedicated his craft. It was a silly role, but he was dedicated. So, no, he, and, he, and and the thing is, right, is that this guy's been so typecast. That in one of his last specials, or if not his last special, he was dressed in a suit and a vest and tie. And he, uh, The Rock with Nick Cage is first, yeah. And uh, he uh, comes out and starts teaching history about Hispanics and Puerto Ricans. And he's doing it all with comedy. He's talking about the way that he's passing on his culture to his kids because he's an idiot and grew up ignorant. So he he's he's literally fighting this typecast so fucking hard that his entire comedy special was him literally pretending to be a professor, yeah. And like to 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 know that Disney and Pixar are the ones that gave him the opportunity to actually do something outside of this typecast role. I was so proud of him. I really was. Like like I have no other word other than proud. And. Yeah, I, I, and we talked about we talked about the idea that 
don't we don't talk about Bruno, right? And how all these people are like, but I'm so fucking sick of minority movies. And I'm like, the numbers, the numbers that this thing is putting up right now shows you that these fucking minority movies are welcomed and wanted. Mm-hmm. And it has nothing to do with being woke because Coco is literally about one day of the year and was fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I love the idea of trying to make a Filipino one. I think it'd be interesting, but I don't think it would be a Disney thing. Because really, like, the most interesting parts about Filipino culture is, like, the folklore and all of that shit's fucking terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean... Maybe... Yeah. Dream, maybe I've heard stories. <laughs> yeah, like, oh my god, yeah, like, yeah, people, like... There are cultures out there, like you know, like in Hollywood. For goodness sake, broaden your horizon. There's more to, there's more to like past folklore than just freaking Spartans and knights and you know, witchcraft and witchery. Like Caucasian, yeah. Like take the time to learn other cultures, like folklore and stories. Like Filipinos, damn. Africans, damn. Damn. Freaking um, (laughs) like uh. Stay away from us, though. Stay away from the Spaniards. Just. No, no, see, no, you don't have no folklore. You all just nuts. You all your own damn folklore. Holy crap. Yeah, no. Spanish, like, no, 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 no culture would make a more of like a, a video game miniseries. Oh, God. Like a Telltale yeah, game series that releases yeah, every no, three yeah, months. Yeah, no, like folk, <laughs> uh, yeah, folklore just stays away from you all. It's like, you know, like, why, why, why do they need us? They're, they're doing this shit on their own. Like, fuck this shit. No, 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 no you, like you, 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 yeah, you, you, over here. Yeah, yeah, you, you, Czechoslovakian. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Don't go with it. It's like, it's like you know, like 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 somebody like Hans Christian Andersen, who used to write about cultures and shit like that, was like German, got it. Swiss, got it. English, got it. Spanish. I'm gonna write them about. I'm gonna write about them being in a in, in like a hundred year. Wo- oh, they're doing it. <laughs> uh, I'm on that one. Honestly, though, Spaniard culture would be kind of interesting because it's like, hey. We done sailed on a boat a long way to find you, little engines. And here's a colored chart of how society should look. Also, this is the Bible. If you don't read it, we'll kill you. Or just not kill wrong. you anyway. <laughs> You're not wrong, right? You're not half off. <laughs> but by the way, we'll rob we'll rob and pillage you while you're doing it. Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, oh, you have gold? Oh, we'll take all that take gold this. off of you. It's okay. Yeah, you know, all that. You don't need that. Like, let, let me uh, let me lighten your load. Let me unburden you. What is this? Saffron? Saffron? Mine. According to this book right here, it actually says the less gold you have, the better the your better afterlife will be. Yeah. So just give so me I'm all doing that. you a favor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of writing, though, let's go ahead and just move into why Danny's here. And I want I want to talk I want to talk with Danny about what he, what's coming up because uh, we do have another chapter for uh, Juice and Leaf and stuff like that. But you got a well, you, you got a series that's going to debut here very soon called fascination street and why don't you uh why don't you go ahead and talk to us about it and how like some of the ideas you've gotten writing it okay um so just just as a uh just as you know just to you know put everything in some context um we had to sort of put dark charm on hiatus for a little bit because we were you know omicron being what it is yada 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 people getting sick 
it was along the lines of we couldn't make our deadlines in time to get things put out for for the the date uh for the time period that we especially you know after christmas um yeah so we you know so we had we had enough shows uh to fill out january get that to get at least make sure that that was completed i try to do at least maybe one maybe two shows every every month um because it takes a lot of effort to you know edit and and get the, the voice know. acting and everything we all know yeah <laughs> so it takes a little bit of time um so i i had to put it forth as a conscientious effort to make sure that we got caught up and so what i basically did was was like you know okay we're we're gonna basically take a two to three month break get uh, and get everything up and up and running again and then you know that way we would be you know back on uh back on our path hit things head on and just go on from there plus it also gives us an idea to finish up new projects that we were sort of bouncing off and and um dark charm presents its third season is coming up um there is a lot of a lot of hype for a lot of the new uh short stories uh especially some that are attached to like an overall sort of like branching series within dark charm presents called uh uh, well, this one's going to be called Smoke and Mirrors, and it's it's we we tentatively have called this the Juice Saga because <laughs> basically that's what it is. Um, and uh, we we we're starting the middle of uh, uh, let's see, <laughs> it's it I just to be in the precautionary measures, I wouldn't. It's not safe for work. <laughs> um, it can be very. It can be very not safe for work. Okay, Sorry, so like, Mike. If you mean like safe for work, like is it free from like any kind of sexual stuff like that? Yes. If you're talking about safe from work, like content wise, no. People get ripped in half. Like it, it's it's lots it's of cursing, biblically, and lots of cursing too. Yeah. Like so, that's what that's one of my favorite characters things to do is say fuck every other word. So. Uh, but yeah, it, I mean, if if you got if you got a work environment that's actually understanding and there's no there's no sexual stuff like that or anything else like that involved in Dark Charm. But I mean, yeah, as long as people don't mind hearing you know descriptions or hearing somebody scream "fuck" several times, like Craig, <laughs> like <laughs> I think Craig, like it's that's probably my favorite one to scream "fuck" in. Like that's yeah, like like and, and the best part about all this is. A lot of the series now have this, they have a lot of like characters that are, you know, starting to become fan favorites and, and, and they are, you know, they're what they're, you, there's a lot of, especially with the actors that are portraying them right now, they're like invested into like how it needs to be done, what needs to be happening next, what could happen in the future. So I get a lot of different feedback, not only from the fans, but from from the uh, from the actors themselves in right. uh, getting all that done, and then like you you mentioned Fascination Street, and there's uh, that that has become sort of a a joint project between me and you um, in a lot of different, especially like if I find myself writing myself into a hole, which has happened about twice. <laughs> um, it's more always good twice. to like, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, two of that I'll admit. I'm, I'm but... fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. 
<laughs> but like um it's not to say that none of our other series are coming to an end. It's just, you know, the time and season for everything. Because, like, everybody's like, well, when's the next Fun with Dirt coming out? Yeah. When's the next? Uh, like, right now, we're in the middle of finishing up the second season of Noxo. And that, uh, once the hiatus is over, that'll be right back into, um, it. you know, its thing. And, you know, like, we've actually had also, like, people, you know, join us for the first time, finally, to, you know, to, to dip their feet so far into like the voice acting waters and stuff like that. So. Yeah, and that's that's been Grave Robber and DJ have officially joined the cast. So you now have literally VT Network, all of us involved in it, and uh, in one way, shape, or form, yeah, <laughs> in one way, shape, or one way or another, yeah. DJ, what like how is uh, how has it been getting back to voice acting because you you were a voice actor like with me for a, for a while. And, like, of course, you know, uh, life happens and you had to drop off voice acting for a little bit. But now that you're coming back, how does, how does it feel? Like, what's been your experience so far? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm still on the training wheels. Uh, finding my groove. Uh, cabbage. <laughs> of course, he has to talk about the crowd. Yeah, I know, right? Mm. Which is kind of ironic considering that DJ's actually playing a Prussian in Fascination Street. <laughs> Was is us? Uh, anyway, Was is great, us? Robert. <laughs> great, Robert. What about you, Bubba? I know, like, this is literally your first foray into voice acting outside of like the uh, anchor uh, opening for us. Um, well, I wasn't really sure if, you know, what I was doing was going to be like what y'all were looking for. So I just kind of like recorded some lines and emailed it over as like a rough draft, but mm -hmm. I ain't heard nothing back. So I, I, I honestly <laughs> have been so damn, I'm, I'm sorry, Hangle, but it, like I've been so damn busy that uh, I, I, I like I want to get time together <laughs> with you to to hash out all your parts and everything. It's just, it's been trying to get everything situated with finishing up Fascination Street. And, yeah. and then and it, I, I'm definitely getting everybody together that I can to get recorded as much as possible soon. So, oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's just, you know, because like I was reading the script and I was like, how I have never heard this man talk except for one time in Wayne's World. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah i wasn't sure if like you know i was doing it right that, that's okay <laughs> i mean it's like well that's just it like the thing with rafferty and this to, to, to paint a little bit of a picture this this character is in his natural form something so fantastical slash hideous slash whatever that in order for damon which is the main character to be able to exist within the nexus eternal his brain has to literally create a version of something that he could actually look at. So, mm -hmm. like, it will pick Yeah, because I remember Rafferty out. explained it to him right there, too. Yep. And he was like, you know, well, this is just how you see me. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah, like, so, like, Alice Cooper. <laughs> Alice Cooper's in, in, in one. Uh, Ronald Reagan. Bob Hope. Like, I have, like, all kinds of, like, 80s references pop up. Cause that's, nice. Because he's basically a kid of the 80s. Uh, right. Damon, Damon is in his last year of high school. Um, he's about to graduate in May. Like, all this stuff starts off in, like, March. He's, like, literally, like, three full months of just ready to start the rest of his life. And then all of a sudden, 
all the stuff that happens, uh, you know, with the lamppost. And it's just, it, it, it throws his entire life into a loop that he's not entirely, at first he's not entirely prepared for, but right. he'll start to get the hang of it. And then like, you know, all of his, his adventures trying to get and do certain things. It's, it's definitely going to be interesting for the, uh, for the audience to listen to. So. Mike Smith says it's cool. Yeah, no, it is cool as fuck. Uh, DJ, you wanted to talk about being about writing yourself into a corner a couple of times. <laughs> when haven't I written myself into a corner? I'm a <laughs> black void, you know. Like seriously, I'm, I'm a freaking walking wall. Oh, of which course that happens. The, which mm. one was the worst one? Because I have my idea of which one was the worst one. Mm. The worst time I ever went myself into a corner that I just. To this day, I can't get out of. Yeah. Well, I mean, not not that one, but I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Not that one. Yeah, not that one. <laughs> well, no, that, that story kind of went... Uh, so, wait yeah. a minute. So, I need a little bit of context here. So, you're in a situation where you wrote yourself into a hole that you're just sat there and you're like, screw this, I'm leaving. And then just left. <laughs> well, like, the story, the story he's specifically talking about is that we had about three or four writers. Uh, all of us together and we were all collaborating and all doing it together and then we did all of us kind of write ourselves into a corner i ended up leaving the project uh dj continued on with the other with the other guys but they also left the project so literally it's just dead in the water Mm. so yeah so so what might have happened is you didn't lose your write yourself in a hole you were trying to clean up what other people did so you ended up in the hole that's why I said yeah. not that one, not that one because it's not his <laughs> yeah. fault. Yeah, yeah, like that was mm, that. Yeah, that you know that was like years of playing and making, and it was coming together. But yeah, but when not everyone's into it, well, you know, uh, well, no, uh, is, you know, when everybody started like, well, when are we getting paid? And it's like, well, when we make the fucking thing, not before. Yeah, yeah, exactly. everyone was expecting like instant success, like right away. It's like, are you kidding? We're still like, we're still writing and playing this out. Like, and this was the idea for a comic book, by the way, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, like it was like, you know, because uh, one guy was just there, like literally just there. Like, yeah, he didn't do anything. Like, you know, he brought us together, like the writers and artists and all that. He brought us together, but other than that, he was just there. It's like, you know, when are we going to get do this? And I'm like, well, you know, get a freaking pen and like contribute or something. And he wouldn't do it. But uh, but no, the story I won't get. In. Should I even talk about it? Go ahead. The story, no. Yeah, the story was basically uh, it was going to be the first of uh, I think like uh, five books, where uh, about uh, the vampires and werewolves, and the main character is actually a uh, a werewolf who uh learns uh who learns about his heritage through pretty much his dying uh. You know, his, his, his on, on his mother's deathbed, uh, uh, basically, and basically the integral plot was that uh, vampire and werewolves are at war, kind of like uh, like, uh, like underworld. Uh, yeah, underworld. Yeah, but uh, the thing is, there's a truce that, uh, uh, for the most part, werewolves pretty much been hunted, hunted to extinction, with the exception of three clans, and one of the and uh, with uh, with the only thing is. They have to uh the clans have to send some representatives to serve this vampire family. And what this character is, is uh he's like, you know, he's the latest to serve the uh 
you know, to, to be the personal, uh, you know, servant bodyguard slash, you know, pretty much all around handy guy to this van, this, this stuck up vampire princess. Uh, the problem I had was that I needed to get like I I needed to get it in I had to get it a certain way to when uh, there was like there was like, there was like there's this weird twist of uh, how it all comes about but I I couldn't quite I can't he said even to this now I can't quite figure out how I wanted to pull it off and it was just so frustrating because you know you like you know you know, like that that block is where you know you have something you know you can figure it out but you just can't quite make it over the hump. And and that and that's where I had it at this time. And it's a shame too, because I, I kind of think back to that story. It's like you know, it was, it was a really good story. It's kind of a fucked up story, like a fucked up situation. This kid, the, the main character, finds himself into. Yeah, dead dead, dead man knows uh, what, what what I'm talking about. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, but you, uh, but you didn't let me. You didn't let me uh, help you write it because you were like, I don't want your fucking fingerprints on this. And I was like, I don't <laughs> need your help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I might actually. I, you know what? You know what? Honestly, gonna, I might actually. I might change my mind. You might change your mind. I, I, I think I'll well, change my you. mind, dude. I can give you a good ton of material for this. Yeah, Mike Smith loves the concept, this is, man. So this is uh, like vampires, werewolves, all that stuff's right up my alley. So Danny's a furry, is what he's trying to say. What about sexy cat girls? Got them too. Hell if you yeah. well, here the thing is like <laughs> there's uh there's another series yeah. that is on a, a gate beyond who which is um a par- like a parent show with us um uh done by our resident gatekeeper uh Dan Mac McCloskey and he uh he's been using a lot of my um I had a I have a story series on there called the Hail to the King series and what that does I mean like this this world that's in there is like they don't have really any werewolves. It's where lions and the where lions. The fuck? Yeah, they. uh Honestly, they, For some they reason, that sounds more frightening. Right? <laughs> like it's, it's not a silver bullet anymore. Like you show up with your fucking pistol. What's that? A werewolf? No, that's a were lion. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, actually, yeah. like some special actually, like the, fucking uh, rosewood spear with an obsidian tip. <laughs> no, no, no. They they they're allergic to silver, just like regular werewolves are. But it's like uh, it's a lot harder to kill them, even then. But uh, <laughs> the first guy, the first guy with his fucking gun. It's a were lion. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> and uh, but Wait, like one, one more one just for the frontal lobe. One more fucking time. What was it? It's a were lion. Lion mane. <laughs> Big teeth. That's claws. That's that's, 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 that's what I thought you said. And uh, you know what? Keep the goddamn check. I'm out. I, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't dealing with that. <laughs> no, brother, like, come that, on. Like, when does, I, what, every, uh, yo, Mike, uh, thriller. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yo, Mike, I, I'm glad you. I, I'm glad you like the concept. Uh, but no, he wouldn't. He doesn't have a cowboy hat and a southern accent. No, he's well, actually dying. <laughs> no, he, well, tarnation, no, he, I swear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, he's actually uh, uh, the main you character. Is actually, uh... <laughs> God dang it. Let me, let me reply to Mike. God dang it. <laughs> uh, no, the, the main character is actually a uh, French descent. Uh, oh. So. I mean, he could still, you know, wear a cowboy hat. 
He does it. He lives in freaking New York, okay? Hello, I am the Have cowboy. you not heard of the naked cowboy? He lives in New York, stands in the middle of the street with just a cowboy hat and a acoustic guitar. It's not You're only going to let me strum my Well, he's got boots on, too. Right, well, otherwise, he's not a cowboy, you know? All right, screw yeah. He now lives in Canada. <laughs> he's a Canadian cowboy? <laughs> Send him to well, Calgary. I'm pretty sure they're out there. No, no, no. Like, no, he, uh, no. Circle yeah, up no. the Make wagons, Pilgrim. Eh? Eh? You guys are just nothing but a bunch of yoga hosers. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hosers. Uh. Oh, my God. Anyway. That's the last time I'm going to share my poutine with you. Right? I need that. some of that. Canadian trying to do this You ain't getting none of my You already ruined the pool team by adding the damn bacon, man. (laughs) (laughs) It's not classic. I know, right? (laughs) Fucking cheese curdsy. Yeah, you got cheese whiz on this bastard. What the fuck accent was that? Like, you were, I don't know. Maybe he, he was, was like, he was turning Irish or something. I know. Maybe like, he's Nova Scotian. Who knows? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Anyways. He's Nova Scotian. Leave it alone. But, mom, it's just me, boo. <laughs> yes, How the hell did we go from the, that to, like, southern... Canadian French. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like with just with just a hint of uh, England there. Like <laughs> we, we'll call that. Uh, we'll, we'll 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 chalk that up to ADHD. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, I think we'll just. Yeah, I think we'll do that. I think. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Like 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 grave grave Have you ever uh, like? I I know you've you've dabbled in writing, and I know you've had some fun with it, but mm. you've never really showed me anything, so I don't quite know. So, like, I, I can't, you know what I mean? Well, a lot of the stuff that I worked on while I was writing um, was on a laptop that I was borrowing. So I ended up... Wait a minute, you like, were in a barn? Borrowing. Borrowing. Ah, okay. Yeah. You know, like, when somebody has something, you need to use it for a little while, and then you got to give it back with a full tank oh. of gas and fresh car wash. Ah, that's just, you know, just stealing it. <laughs> You'll just give it, give it back, but you're stealing it. But yeah, pretty much. And um, <laughs> so it was mostly like when I was writing, it was just for like event because um, I always had this thought where like, if you keep a journal, that's admissible in court, but a screenplay is just a work of fiction. Yeah, to an extent, yeah, that's right. So I would write fiction <sighs> stories about things that were stressing me out. You know what? Hey. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a mur- sorry I asked. <laughs> yeah, a murder of crows, anybody? Yeah, no shit, right? Uh, but like, well, I, well, I, not all of them were like horrible though. One of them was I was bored when I worked overnight, and the title of it was "My Rousing Night with Rowdy Ronda Rousey." That's right. Yeah, I was, I was working on that one. You know, met Ronda Rousey. We done had some dinner, had a couple drinks in us, and then it started getting Stop. like real romance novel. Stop. And so I was like, um, "I'm gonna mute him." I'm gonna there mute she him. was, <laughs> laying down. I'll mute you too. 
She had nothing but a cowgirl hat on. She was tumescent with anticipation. (laughs) Anyway. uh, (laughs) Wearing only five ounce fingerless boxing gloves and ankle wraps by Ace Bandage. She walks in. She walks into the bedroom I, and says, I'm "Hey, everybody, you son I'm bitch, everybody, <laughs> get down on that bed now." <laughs> the worst part is, I know you're from Baltimore, but you actually got like the the mannerisms <laughs> of somebody from the south. Like that's killing me, dude. And as she, she crawls towards me, on. as she crawls towards me, she spits directly in my mouth. <laughs> okay, that I'm. Damn it, I missed the spit, dude. <laughs> I'm about to. Ah. All of you unmute too. What's up, bitch? <laughs> I mean, like, anyways, getting back to it though, like, like I, I've had like the the extreme pleasure of working with Danny, and like, funnily enough, like created uh, a character that I did not think was going to go anywhere, uh, and then created another character that I did not think was going to go anywhere. Then I don't know somehow, like, they got weird opinions about them and i'm and I'm, now I'm, I'm involved in this in this whole universe but like yeah what yeah what you done the, did it now i know right like, <laughs> so what was the, the most surprising character that you've that you've written not 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 don't exclude me but like what what are the characters like are you just surprised got popular um wow like for, for one, like... Yeah, there, what's there's... your Boba Fett? Yeah, no shit, right? There you go. <laughs> now, nah, most of these characters are actually quite uh, quite funny. And, and you know... But, like... See, I, I would have to say, like, my most surprising character that people really... That I didn't expect, especially. Like, there's a couple of characters that, I, that I've written that I was like, oh, that person's gonna... I mean, that character's gonna get a lot of feedback. Yeah. That character's gonna get a lot... There are three um, that I was kind of like, where did this come from? But it it, it was it, it definitely was interesting to say the least. Hey, um, Ashley, hello, friends. Had a man. Stop. The first the first one honestly the first one honestly is done by by Dead Man, and it's uh, Craig. Craig. Craig is this. <laughs> Craig is the son of a uh, of a, uh, a funeral parlor director who helps run the company in Fun with Dirt, and he's sort of like this pseudo boss between the main characters of Harry and Jay, and his dad, Old Man McGee, as they uh, they keep calling him. Um, he's got this following because of how dead man sort of made him and it's like this character is like a billion miles an hour just straight up all the time and he's like you know the, the whole running gag is okay you're you're, you're foul mouth you're 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 all like th- sometimes we really question your morals uh and then the, and then like you know you you just totally try to def- you know deprecate everybody that you come across the whole joke behind him is he needs to lay off the cocaine. <laughs> He's just like that all the time, and 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 I find it funny, it's like because a lot of the Ashley, your your middle name is Craig from now on. I'm calling you Craig as a nickname from now on. Ashley. <laughs> like you done fucked it. <laughs> uh, what <But> up, like, <laughs> AC? Yep. Yeah. Down here uh, in Florida, we love AC. But like. 
Craig was one, and that and that started to get big because of just the interactions between Harry and Jay and him. And like it was like they do stuff, he'd flip out, and he'd flip out epically, like turning over tables, destroying shit in the office. It, it was it was it was just amazing. Yeah. The second character that I was kind of surprised about because I was like, eh. I mean, I wrote it really well, but then again, the character, like the, the actor, brought new life to it, and that would have been Miss Maple, which is a, yeah. a new character from um, from Brotherhood of Ridiculous People. She, uh, she actually, uh, like the actress who plays Miss Maple, actually plays double duty in in the um, in the show. She plays not only duty. Um, she only play not only plays Agent Mills, but she plays Darla and Emily McAnulty, who was on our show, who, who took she took that role, ran with it, and gave it like steroids, like made it even better than what it originally was. Um, I started getting a good amount of feedback about her, like wow, she's sultry, she's you know she's funny. There's like. Is she a borderline rapist? What the hell are you doing? <laughs> oh, um, trust me. If you if you've listened to the episodes, it does get nuts. Like it, it, it does, does get like, nuts. Yeah. There's a there's a huge um there's a huge uh scene where there's a lot of times where she's hitting on uh the main agent character uh uh Philip Jenkins, also known as PJ. And she, the whole entire time, like, they'll be talking about something that has nothing to do with anything. And she'll just go off on, like, a s- sexual tangent. And she's like, and he's like, that is literally uncalled for. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> but, like, then, and then the last character, um, I would have to say, is also been very, because the interaction between the two, the main two characters of the series at least in the first couple episodes was between Gladys, which was my sister's character. She plays Gladys and dead man's character, Ricardo. And they just have this really huge, like uh, uh chemistry where people were talking about that for like a month. And this wow. is like, you know, like month, maybe more. I mean, like depending, but like, it's like, you know, but they were talking like straight up, like, I can't wait to see if, you know, Ricardo comes back on. And trust me, folks, you'll be you'll be pleasantly surprised when you start to see uh, other things happening uh, with the Brotherhood of Ridiculous People again. So thank God. And now, okay. now DJ's involved and DJ D- DJ plays uh Velcro no well. man. No one important. Yeah, you Velcro do. Man. Yeah, you do. So like uh what Velcro Man kind of started off as one of these, like, uh, like I think it was really funny, right? It was, it was a happy accident. Like, uh, uh, Danny wrote Velcro Man to be kind of like a, a, a Richard Pryor, kind of a jokester, kind of funny dude. And when we got the script and Danny wasn't there to help us record and, and direct, DJ just took it in this, like, complete cynical angry fuck the world type of vibe and like everything that was like comedy about it just turned to this really cynical version of the character and like <laughs> daniel was then he was like he texted me and he was like i didn't think i needed this but actually this is a really good turn 
Yeah, I mean, like we uh, the way I had originally had it written, um, it was supposed to be like a funnier character, and I was like, you know what? And then when I got it back, it's like it had this weird, cynical diva feel to it, and I was like, you know what? We don't have that character in the, in the, yeah. in the series, so I was like, that actually fits. Maybe we should go and go that route, and and what we, that's what we sort of did. So like he sort of become like this. The straight man to like Willie, who's this really innocent guy who just so happens to think he's a squirrel. It's <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So DJ, talk about the part. Also, yeah, yeah. yeah. Talk about the part, man. Have you been having fun doing it? No, God dang it! Why do you have to put me back at this? Because you're a host of the show. I can be a lot of things. I can, I can. Uh, can you yeah, uh, huh? I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting all the messages. Sorry. Um. Yeah. Uh. Velcro man. Yeah. That was. <laughs> that was an interesting role to play. I mean, I don't know why. Like, I. Uh, I mean, I just thought, like, okay, you know, he's a diva. I was like, okay, he, uh, you know, he's a diva. But then Danny told me about his situation, and I'm, and I'm thinking to myself. Okay, this guy has it, you know, pretty fucked up. Like, I can't imagine a guy, go, uh, you know, having this and you know, going through this crap and actually being like, you know, like a funny, happy go lucky. I mean, yeah, I mean, people, some people do that. Like, uh, it changes his whole entire outlook on everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, people like that, like they use you know, humor like that as a coping mechanism. But you know, reading more and more, like you know, the the scripts of the characters, and I'm like, we need someone that's a little bit more. Rough around the edges, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Richard Pryor, when he was talking about coming from the hood, kind of thing. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, Velcro Man is actually—it's pretty—it's pretty fun to actually. It's pretty fun to play, you know, especially his reaction to everybody. You know, like he's tired, like you know, like you know, like fuck you, fuck you all. You woke me up. You yeah, there's me, a. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually going to be a funny scene um, in the next few episodes where the whole team, both uh, PJ's team and, and, and Mills's team, finally gets together. And you're going to see this <clears throat> weird standoff between like all these people, like Vel and, and, and Rod and Billy and Willie. And <laughs> it's just, I, I'm not, I can't spoil it because honestly, I, I, I don't want to, but right. you'll, you'll be. Thoroughly shocked, pleasantly surprised, and laughing your ass off. Plain and simple. Well, uh, Grave Robbers started playing uh, with started playing some character. Uh, well, I think one character, two characters, just one. Currently, yeah. right just now, one? he's one. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. We, and I'm we, not we, even we, sure if I'm playing him right though either. So it's like you are. You're, yeah. you're doing. You're doing just fine. Uh, you're doing Danny fine. Confirmed it. See. I need to I need to get with you, Dead Man, later on and figure out how to use like Dark Audacity more uh, properly, because okay. I really want to edit out all my outtakes and put them into their own audio thing. Okay, so I think it'd them. be fun. Well, yeah, well that plus I was telling Dead Man about it the other day how I was reading through the script and recording it just to kind of like you know get the feel for it, and how I had read some of Rafferty's lines, right, and then I started reading and then I, like I thought that I was reading Rafferty's next set of lines. Yeah. And I was like, so you, what in the 
fuck are you trying to tell me? Is this some kind of fucking that is not my fucking line? <laughs> like <laughs> I was like, oh shit, that's not my line. And there was like some other parts where like I just I would read this one line over and over, but I would get all of the words like fucking backwards and shit. And I tried it like four or five times and then finally like I I, I just want to hear the outtakes like just to see how it sounds when I get frustrated. Cause like, oh, bye, DJ, where he go? DJ, yeah. And uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, because I was telling Dead Man about it, where I kept getting the line wrong, and then like I would repeat it, and I get it wrong, and I repeat it, and get it wrong, and they'd be like, <sighs> one more time, and then get it wrong again, like fuck. <laughs> so I mean, it's kind of fun just kind of practicing it right now. Like, well, the the good news is you're on the right track. I've I've already yeah, I, me and. Dead man have conferred behind the scenes on certain things, and I told him it was like, but you do need because normally what I would do is I would get together with you on Discord, and we right. would I would basically direct you from afar, um, and then you you know do your lines, get them all recorded, and then you know send them to me when you're done. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fine. You're 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 just trying to familiar yourself with the process. That's perfectly good for me. All right, yeah, because I'm like, like had Dead Man had said earlier, really, the the only other experience I had was that little anchor promo well, two years ago now, maybe more. Yeah, two years ago, yeah, we're coming so up. I'm on, like reading Rafferty's lines, and I'm like thinking, damn, this is a lot longer than a thirty second plug for Anchor. It's definitely. <laughs> it, I will say this: if like certain certain actors will be able to hold a soliloquy to their own, like you know, mm-hmm. like their own monologue. They'll be able to do all that stuff, and then other people will be able to just they only be able to read a certain amount of lines, not all at once, and then they're they're gassed, and it's understandable. It all depends on um just you know levels of uh com- being comfortable with what you're doing. Yeah, so. and, and the cool part about Danny is that he always he always lets you try again. So like we I, we just did a we just did a, an episode today called Dead Air. No, not dead air. Uh, 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 quarter past three, and that that is going to be a dark charm presents single standalone, and it involves some characters. And you're and, and we were like, we were like, oh god, we have a we have a cast list here, but we don't have a cast list. And I was like, oh well, there's spots we need open. And I was like, why not DJ and Grave Robber? Like they're 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 the DJ and Grave Robber are wanting to step in and more more and get more and more practice. So yeah, you, this you should be perfect. Can, yeah. Yeah, get some more use out of this mic that I had to buy. <laughs> and and the best and the best part about especially that episode, um, your parts are beef. You know, they're 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 set aside like they're spread out. They're not going to be you know all at once, and they're also not very. Um, I wouldn't say demanding, but they you know there's there's good amount of uh, emotion in, in in both of these parts. But it's also something that a, a a novice could, you know, sink their teeth into. It's it's, it's, it's Scooby Doo if it was real. That's essentially like the Very best much. way. The best way I'll describe this this whole thing. Like if Scooby Doo is real, like yeah, you know, like the actual emotion that going behind the whole You know what I mean? Like it's not going to be like that kind of silly shit. It's going to be like, oh fuck! (laughs) So so basically, Scooby Doo on Monster and Zombie Island. Pretty much, yeah, yeah, yeah. So slightly off-topic question, but it's a quick question. Is uh, for Danny. Um, 
Is your china cabinet cabinet usually open like that? There's okay. this thing that my my wife has that's to her uh, terrarium next to it. That's got sort of, you. Yeah, because I was like, I don't remember if that's been open or closed, and I don't know. Oh, if it's Danny's been open is, the whole time. Yeah, all right. I was like, I don't know if Danny's <laughs> house is fucking haunted or what. I <laughs> have <laughs> hey, hey, look, if my house was haunted, I'd have an infinite amount of stories. But I no, I got to come up no. with them on my own most of the time. Yeah. Damn, <laughs> lazy but, ghost. Uh, Are haunted houses like cheaper to buy? Well, no, maybe I'll just buy a haunted house when I move. I always cool. thought at some point, if there was an instance where someone might have claimed it's haunted, they have to make a note of it in the uh, in the uh, the, the, buyers in like the MLA. Yeah. yeah, it's like uh, it's supposedly haunted. Maybe not. We don't really know. Honestly, that would be a hilarious episode. <laughs> That would be a funny. That's a, that's a funny like, concept. Yeah. Like, like we've had three people here so far. Two have survived. <laughs> two All right. Well, how much is it? <laughs> wait, wait. So far. What do you mean? So far. What? <laughs> Lovely. You seven said so far. You heard him say so far. I heard him say so far. <laughs> seven bedrooms, six and a half baths, brick construction, built in 1943. No need to look at the twenty-two thousand dollars. No need to look at that. No, 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 no. There's no need to gloss over this. I want to hear about these two out of the three people. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyways, we're gonna you go will get there to the recess smell. lighting. It's just <laughs> why are there so many fly traps on the front porch? What about you? Get a lot of flies, sir. We get a lot of flies. <laughs> that that would be a funny fucking. That's a funny concept. But just, DJ, just DJ, pay uh, no attention to the smell of the smell of the sheep. There's no sheep. No sheep. Uh, oh, DJ and I. Well, gone. Can I get sheep? Yes. That's up to you, sir. All right. Cool. <laughs> you know, as long as this area is des- uh, you know zoned for agricultural life, I think I'll go ahead and buy this house. I don't me. think anybody's going to bother you once you move in. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, D- DJ and I have officially uh, wet our beaks with a full production audio drama, uh, and that was so much more work than well it wasn't it wasn't a lot of work so what happened was when when i switched pcs and i went from mac to pc uh i left about an hour and a half of narration and shit that we had planned set aside on 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 the mac and so it was just fucking gone like, so instead of just, like, logging on and going, like, okay, I'm going to edit this now. No. I had to re-record so much shit. And, like, so <laughs> the production went from just, like, I'm going to edit this and make it sound cool, to, Oh, fuck me. This is, <laughs> this is literally 23 pages worth of fucking dialogue that I got to record. God, fuck, damn it, shit. And then I record the dialogue. And, like, I have to edit it, too, so we can have it up in time. So I'm sitting there. My, I'm, I'm parched. My throat is dry, and I'm just like, okay. Now I gotta figure out where I fucked. Were up. your knees weak and your palms sweaty, and your knees, arms heavy? Yeah, mouth spaghetti. <sighs> and so, uh, so like after I got done editing it, I sent it to DJ, and I was just like, "Do not talk to me for like three days." <laughs> <laughs> I do so, that uh, every month, bro. Every month, right? Though, Maybe more so. so. And uh, and we're of course we're gonna as we move forward. I want I want Grave Robert to be more involved in what we're what we're gonna be doing. Uh, we're gonna be doing like we're gonna need people to act in ours too. 
and you know i don't want to tie i don't want to tap all of dark charm media and just steal all of danny's ta- talent but you know uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> right? I mean, what else are we going to throw at dark charm there's only the three of us and we're all already in there yeah no. oh i got plenty so, more uh, other people but you know <laughs> i definitely you know it's it's whatever we can do so i mean i'm uh, up to everything DJ, why don't you tell us a little bit more about like how difficult like production was for, on your end? Because I know I know I can talk about it on my end, but what about your end? Oh man, well it was pretty much a pain in the ass. I mean, uh, it was hard but fulfilling, you know. Like I can understand, like imagine like that sense of pride. I imagine Danny feels like you know when a thing is actually you know fully completed and you realize all the work and everyone uh, everyone bringing in. Uh, you know, everyone doing their part and bringing it all in, and you see like you know this product, like you, know, you feel so proud of it. Then you put it on the internet, like, and they shit all over it. <laughs> I, honest to God, I, I haven't had something like that yet. Um, thank God, but I have had instances where I I got done a project, listened to it all over again after I put it into the queue for for Anchor, and forgot that I wrote it. <laughs> And it we've, was we've so like, like, wow, this is amazing. I can't believe I, this came out this well, or, or, you know, like, especially with a lot of the editing that, that I, you know, the, the special effects and everything that I use, I, um, a lot of it, I get from a, a company over in, uh, in England called Zap Splat. and it's, it's free content, but it's very good at like getting the things that I need to fit in the gaps of everything I want. Um, but yeah, it's, they do a good job. They, it's, it, it, and then and it, it actually, you know, if you take yourself out of the game of you creating it and then listening to it as a third party or waiting for a third party to come in to like give you a critique, sometimes you'll never get that. Other right. times you'll get it and you're, it'll be like, eh, it was all right. Mm. That's the that's the one thing you don't want to hear is eh, it was all right because it means you're fairly middling. No, no, I don't. I don't mind that one. And I, I'll, I mean, I'll tell you honestly, why. I feel like if someone was to say something about something I created, and uh, so what do you think? Eh, it's all right. Honestly, I'm more receptive to that than so. What do you think, man? That was an absolute fucking dumpster fire. I can't believe you let that one go. <laughs> no, but see. <laughs> See, for me, though, it's like if that's something like that were to happen and I get like that dumpster fire um, uh, comment, comment, yeah, that would be like, OK, what did I do wrong? Don't don't give me a critique or especially a negative one that I can't fix later down the road. It's an all about a learning experience. Um, if it comes to the point where if it's something I can fix, I'll, I'll get it done. The other parts is like if you're just being vitriolic for no apparent reason, that you know that doesn't help anybody, especially in the uh, the uh, the writing process. Um, yeah, because I mean, like, I, I don't mind. That's okay. Or that was okay. It was all right. I don't mind that. Here's why: because uh, I, I it took many years to learn this as as a critic, and DJ can attest, and I'm, and I'm sure Grave Robert can attest. When you are a critic of something, right? Like like Grave Robert watches movies and critiques their use of firearms dj and i critique writing and, and stuff like no like no this is an honest comparison this is an honest comparison so uh 
when uh when 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 we get when I get that no it was all right. I don't mind it because when I hear someone speak, especially somebody who was not a critic, especially not a critic of a constantly a critic, you know what I mean? Like, uh, oh, I watched this movie and this is what was wrong with it. Like me talking about the pacing and why Bruno needed a redemption. Like those, these are things that no, the, the average person that is not a critic doesn't think about. Like to them, either the movie sucked or it was all right. The movie was terrible or was fucking awesome. So, like, I've I've learned as a critic to recognize the language of somebody who was not a critic. And so when somebody goes, oh, it was all right. I liked it. You know what? Fucking cool. Positive feedback. That's all I need. That's, that's it. I'm, I'm not going to pry because they don't have that constant, you know what I mean? Like, like watching and taking notes and critiquing stuff. They don't, they don't have that mindset like we do. So uh, when somebody says, well, it was all right. I liked it. Fucking A. You know, that makes a lot of sense, too, because there's a yeah. couple times where you've you've thrown some shit by me. And you're like, so what'd you think? And I'm like, I mean, yeah, it was pretty cool, but I don't know shit about it. And you're like, all right, but you liked it. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, cool. Thank you. <laughs> you liked it, right? Yeah, you liked it? Yeah, no, it was pretty cool. <laughs> you liked it? <laughs> you liked it? I swear I'm telling you that I enjoyed your product not under duress or any threat of immediate danger. <laughs> I love my wife and I love my children. <laughs> my name is Walter Hartwell White. I live at 3801 oh Negra Arroyo Lane. You need you need to pronounce that word a lot more succinctly, because that one did not come out right. I said Negra Arroyo Lane. No, don't stop. Stop. <laughs> that was that was that's fucking terrible. That's not working. You know I'm not gonna say the N word on the show. No, that's DJ's job. Just cock it up and be like, neighbor. Neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Don't say the gamer word. But anyways, <laughs> the I mean, Norton so- antivirus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so uh, I mean, like, like, so, so uh, DJ, like, Nickelback. Don't. Do- <laughs> not Nickelback. <laughs> Anything but Nickelback. Uh, you know, okay. You, uh, you, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hold on. Like, I never understood the hatred for Nickelback. And please, someone explain it to me because I heard a few of their songs. And they're not half bad. I mean, I definitely they're heard not. worse. They're not. So, like, so, like, what, what, what is this universal hatred of Nickelback exactly? Can someone please explain now, that? I don't speak for the universe, <laughs> but I do oh speak God. for the trees. So the, the reason the reason I don't like Nickelback is because all he wants to do for some unknown reason is talk shit about Slipknot and Corey Taylor. And if I had to choose between the two, I would pick Slipknot over Nickelback a thousand times a million. You like, seriously need to stop saying anything starting with NI with that accent. It is not doing you no. You're gonna get canceled by accident. Anyway. Uh, so really, I think that's where like the hatred comes from, at least for some of the people with this band, is because we just prefer Slipknot to you know alternative Christian music, basically. Well, <laughs> that's your opinion. In my Mine. opinion, and maybe a couple random trees. And the trees, yes. And the but, trees. But what about me? Go ahead. Um, for me, and this is just because. 
they started to really get big in around i'm gonna say like my late 20s yeah, the spider-man it, movie around the spider-man movie and everything's yeah. like that and it was like the thing with me was they be they were i was into them for a little bit and then it was like they're everywhere <laughs> and when you get oversaturated sometimes with a product you're kind of like get away from me <laughs> There it um, is again, yay! Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's, and 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 I'm not like, and the thing with with them and Slipknot, to be quite honest, every band has like a weird adversary that they're like right now, like Pearl Jam and Motley Crue are fighting. Why? Really? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god! Real those t- Pearl Jam and Motley Crue, like 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 right now, there's a Twitter a Twitter beef between uh, Nikki Six, who's the bass player of Motley Crue. And um, uh, uh, Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam, and what the heck? like it Grumpy Old Men Three Rock Band Edition, dude. <laughs> it literally is. It I mean, it's like you guys should I, like. I, I'm sitting there looking at all this stuff. They're like, yeah, they're you know, got like Vedder's calling like Motley Crue. Uh, uh, you know, you treated women like garbage your, your entire life. And you know, like, why are you doing this? Like, and, and Nikki Six is like, dude, I, I'd rather do what we're doing than have to deal and listen with your boring ass. Honestly, and, I I would pick Pearl Jam it, over Motley Crue. I've the seen them both live. I've seen them both live. Guess which one I, I actually almost fall asleep at, fell asleep at. Probably oh. Pearl Jam. Soon as Eddie Vedder I takes hated out that the fucking accordion and starts singing about bugs, it's yeah. like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, look, I mean, <laughs> that's right, actually look, a I mean, song I liked. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> when, yeah when it comes to Motley like Crue, yeah, when it comes to Motley Crue, look, like, I, I like a few of their songs, but I'll admit, I'm not that big a fan of Motley Crue at all, but mm-hmm. they're not boring. I'll give them that. They are not boring. Like Dennis Leary said, it's like, you're like, come on, finish them all. <laughs> oh, yeah, rock on. Oh, crap, they're still alive. God damn it. <laughs> Yeah, no shit. Well, especially <laughs> after Vince Neil fell off the stage. I mean, you know, people thought that he was gonna, you know, like he broke yeah. his leg. That he didn't yeah, die. that's one thing though. Yeah, I'll say that about Molly Crew. They are never boring. So <laughs> But yeah, like it, like every band has that that sort of like weird like adversarial, you know, mm-hmm. like you know, like I remember like when I was a teenager, it was Oasis and Blur. They hated each other. Yeah. And um <laughs> Oh, then, well, that was until actual... Oasis started hating themselves. So. You maybe, right. Right. maybe. Oasis. <laughs> that band think... is so overrated. Uh, so okay, so like in my opinion, the whole Nickelback thing, uh, okay, it's yeah. uh, it's honestly because they're so fucking inconsistent. They don't like you. You you just barely get into them. You're like, God, that was a good song. The next three songs are fucking a, a dumpster fire rolling down the street with another fire <laughs> inside it and you're just like hey man i just i just liked them what the fuck is going on and then like you come back the next day the dumpster is back where it was and it's a good song again but you're like okay but that that thing lasted for three songs that was a <laughs> three song dumpster fire and then we like, don't you talk get, about that. You, yeah, yeah, that that, and then their fucking fans are like, "Don't know what you mean." <laughs> it was on fire, <laughs> and then they put on another really good song. And you're like, "Oh yes, 
there's the, there's the talent. Fuck me. God, I needed that. Another dumpster fire with another fire inside it, this time with tires on top. Some poor guy with a cowboy hat comes out of that dumpster. I'm okay. <laughs> I definitely weren't smoking a crack in here. I'm okay. Oddly specific. <laughs> what the uh, why? But I think I think why? I think there's that one um that one song by by that band that I like um figured you out. But the thing is, I only listen to it once every few years. I only figured I, it out. Yeah. <laughs> like the sad part is there are a couple of songs that i actually genuinely enjoy right mm-hmm. but like i said every time you try to get into them it's one good song and then it's 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 it's, it's a bait and switch thing you know what i mean like yes i am happy to be going to fucking wendy's why did i get a mcdonald's 88 cent burger what the fuck is this you know what I mean? it's, it's bait and switch bro <laughs> Uh, I guess. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I have a handful of songs I really do enjoy, and, and I just he, I hear all this hatred for them, and I'm like, why? Like, like I said, they're I not just, the worst band in the world. There's definitely worse bands out there. Like, so, I just I like all the memes about Nickelback by now, where, where like they cut their shit up and it's like, look at this graph. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, but that's what I mean. Like, in the same fucking in the same album, they do that. You know, they'll, they'll do something like, I like your pants around your feet. And you're just like, yeah. well, well, sir. <laughs> I've never, Minecraft server. I would prefer you purchase me a steak dinner first. <laughs> you know? But and maybe like, some of them amazing rolls. Yeah. But the, Are we but going then, to Texas Roadhouse? Because that's how you get the pants around my feet. <laughs> and that's honey, just it. Honey it's honey the butter. same album, honey though. <laughs> it's the same album. Look at this graph. No. But the thing is, like, in a situation <laughs> no. like that, in a situation like that, if there's a, like, if they're all from the same album, whoever's yeah. marketing that album fucked that up. It's not, you know, like, because they're just, like, wait a minute. No. No, it's on the same yeah. album. It is good quality. All right, dead man. What but okay, fuck? so... Does the album all have to be the same? Because as far as our album that me, you, me, and DJ's making, you know, the Brown Boys, Transsexuals, and Jello Pudding, every song is a different genre on its own. Okay, so yeah, okay, so let me tackle this. Okay, so that's actually a really good question. So you have a band like Steam Power Giraffe, and Steam Power Giraffe has a themed album, and every song is a different theme, except for the one that we like, uh, Hot on the Trail. Hot on the Trail is one of their own original pieces. All the other music on it has a theme. They have a, a 60s theme, a 70s theme, a disco theme, a, a, a talking theme, whatever, whatever. But the thing is, is that when you look at a band like Steam Power Giraffe, and you look at their, their album and their catalog and what they do, you can see that there is a theme to this. They do have different periods they cover on their albums and they do have you know interjection with their own stuff but with nickelback it's never consistent it's never fucking consistent like it's like if you were walking down a hallway and all of a sudden you hit a door the door wasn't there four feet ago but it is now someone just put it there (laughs) yeah you're like you're like like walking through a house yeah this now is you got two, now you got two black eyes and a uh, fucking bloody nose and you gotta be yeah. mad at someone. And I That's got two I mean. turntables and a microphone. That's where it's at. <laughs> That's another perfect example of somebody who's <laughs> consistent. 
That is Beck. Beck has always sucked, always, and he's never like he always has sucked. But he has fun music. It's uh-huh. like it's like the Ninja Turtles. You know what I mean? Like, not every movie's good, but we have fun in every movie. You know? Hell yeah, dude! Pepperoni nunchucks? Are you kidding me? So yeah, like, but that's <laughs> Nickelback was, was a Christmas special. That was terrible. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was bad. But yeah, Nickelback most Christmas specials down. are pretty bad. Mm. Well, not the Muppet Christmas Carol. Not the, the Muppet, Muppet Christmas, Christmas Carol. Carol. Yep, that's. I it. will fight you on that one. And that's, that's definitely better than what was it like? The cartoon didn't Boba Fett have a fucking Christmas special? No, yeah. no he Star was Star Wars Christmas the Star special. Wars oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> we're not talking about that. How, how weird yeah, that, that, got. that was. The, the, the only good thing about that <laughs> was uh, B. Arthur. Arthur. Yeah, B. <laughs> Arthur. She was the only good thing in that. The only good. No. Thing. And she no. was, and she was so deadpan about it. It wasn't even yeah. funny. Like, like she's like, oh, okay, there are Wookies and um. Yeah, exactly. That's how talented she was. She knew she was in shit, so you know she had to ask everything, and she was still the most entertaining in the whole damn film. So the Wookiee Life Day, um, but uh, uh, she knew she it was a payday for her. It literally it was. was. It really this was, was. All, the thing was, this was also all before Golden Girls, because the Golden Girls hadn't been out yet. They That's didn't true. come no. out. So this was between Maud. And Golden Girls, mm-hmm. and then there's Maud. <laughs> and then there's Maud. <laughs> yeah, that's where it yeah. gave me fucking Peter Griffin. And then there was Maud. <laughs> Seriously, like honestly, if I was, if if I could talk to George Lucas, I'd be like, Lucas, Star Wars made like four hundred million, you know, back in the seventies, and four hundred million back then, like, and, and today's money, damn. But uh. Like, you know, you couldn't afford, it, in the animation parts, you couldn't afford to at least make him at least halfway decent, at least. You know, let something in this damn special be decent, at least. Well, no, because the thing was, right, is like when they, when they made the special, Fox did still had, still didn't own anything. Like, George Lucas owned everything. Like, he literally yeah, he owned everything. A... Oh, no. No, no, no. So, At first, they did. And they thought, like, yeah, it's going to be a throwaway thing. And so they sold it back to Lucas. Until no, they, they realized that how much money, yeah. yeah. I mean, they didn't sell it. They no, subletted they it. They didn't. They didn't uh, sell it. Oh, no, they basically gave it. They basically gave it back. It was like, okay, whatever. Like you know, this way you're yeah. doing whatever. So like, <laughs> when it comes when it used to come to movies, the rights were who was responsible for the movie, right? So when Fox saw the initial cut of Star Wars, they were like, they were, were watching it. They were like, oh. Yeah, this was not the special effects because they haven't added. Yeah. They didn't add all anything, that stuff in later. Anything until they're they like, "Oh, the this previous. is going to be like this is going to be like Flash Gordon." Yeah, just yeah, you yeah. Can have it, and so they were like, "Oh, you know what? Uh, hey, Lucas. Hey, George. Uh, just just go ahead and what? Why don't you hang on to that? Why don't you <laughs> hang on to the rights to that? Because we think that you should be solely responsible." For whatever that is, and two years <laughs> for whatever the, that that that, uh, that box executive two years later, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> two years later, again, that guy's in the bathroom. That executive two years later, um, yeah, that, two years later, that guy's in a bathroom in a hotel, drunk on whiskey with a shotgun under his chin. I swear, Maud, I'll do it. I'll do it. Ah. A billion dollar franchise. I, I gave it away. <laughs> yeah. So what, what happened with the Star Wars special, the Star Wars Christmas special, though, right, was uh, 
uh he was he this was between movies and there and like a, a lot of people were like well when's the next one coming out george lucas was like that that's a good question george you <laughs> own this you you make these movies george yeah <laughs> you know, so, like they were like when's the next one coming out so he was like you know how about this Just, we're gonna do a christmas special awesome everybody loves christmas specials well do, do you have a script sure can i see it let me go get it <laughs> you know that's that's essentially Many what happened hours later <laughs> yeah about six so we have later. b arthur a wookie with perfect teeth and, <laughs> yeah. and luke skywalker he'll be there luke skywalker will be there okay so um we're call, we're calling we can't life life did life no, yeah no, there ain't no christ in space life did life did we're supposed to be long like going Christians. far away yeah we'll call it the christmas special can't call it chris <laughs> no chris no. that's exactly what happened like, so like when he when he went to fox to be like by the way i wanted i want to do all this stuff with, the, with this movie fox was like you own it do it and he was like ha right and then he's like, <laughs> so maybe was, I could pull this off to get Empire Strikes man. Back made. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, and that's exactly what happened. Like, he it was, it was just a fucking disaster because George Lucas was like, I have no idea what the fuck to do because I wrote, I wrote one movie. <laughs> it was one movie. It was one movie. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, what's about? Like, it's about a bunch of. Uh, Wookies, yeah. they're gonna and they're gonna give presents. Yeah, they're gonna one. eat. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. They're gonna eat a turkey. No, it's not yeah. a turkey. No, yeah, you're totally not it's making turkey. this up right now. <laughs> and their stockings up in the mail. They don't wear clothes. Yeah, it, it, it's stormtroopers. They, they they attack the Wookies for for for, for liking things. I don't think yeah. it was just. But I'm serious. Insane. I'm Ted serious. We need B. Arthur in this. I know, right? Like, <laughs> if we transition B. Arthur in a bar for, if there's no mod, there's no special. Exactly. <laughs> oh, no God damn it. Anyways, so uh, I don't. So I like. I I think uh, I think a lot of this stuff coming up, and uh, I and uh, I, I've kind of told Danny to to tap me and to tap DJ to help with production. Like, so hopefully. With a little bit of help, we're going to start churning out more stuff. With and not only that, but with uh, with Pony X Machina, we are going to be doing some more stuff. We have been we have written uh, some very very original stuff, and it's been getting some good feedback. I want to uh, be a part of Pony X Machina. Absolutely, dude. Yes, like I really like the concept of that one. Awesome, well, the ponies. Uh, well, no, it's then, like the the fucking horror side of My Little Pony. I'm just like. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah! <laughs> so yeah, uh, so the the horror side, and we're gonna talk about this, DJ. I told you we were. So the horror mm-hmm. side of My Little Pony is not that big a niche. It is actually a very small niche. And so what's weird, right? What's weird is that these people that have, that are in this small niche all kind of control it. So like you can you can have a thousand stories, but it's always a thousand stories about the same kind of material. So, like, when DJ and I sat down to write, uh, they all looked the same. We kind of wanted something that was going to be in this horror niche, but, like, 
completely outside of these people's universes and stuff that they've kind of all piggybacked off of, off of each other. So, and honestly, all right, as as no, a listener, a, a new listener, um, they all look the same. I'm a very experienced like consumer of of horror genre stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I, even though I knew where it was going, that ending still made me like. <laughs> what did I tell you, dead man? What did I freaking tell you? Go ahead, explain it. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Danny, have you have you uh, listened to it? I don't think you have, but have you? Or uh, they yeah, all look yes. the same? Oh, you have, Danny. Dang, Wait, Danny, you there? Danny, I, I've, I've, I heard bits and pieces of it. You um, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, like the final, uh, yeah, the, the, the ending. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I blame Dead Man for this, but we both wrote it, so I, so I, so I can't really like. I, it's like you want to blame somebody, but you know, like you're like at least half responsible, so you know you can't. But yeah, no, like the ending, like I was like I was putting it all together, you like, you know, the sound effects, you know, and all this stuff, being sure. And listening to it and like in that ending, you know, it hurt it hurt me. It it hurts me every time I freaking I hear the ending. And I and, and after I was like finishing uh like you know the bulk of the work, I called them like this is your fault, this is all you, you know, like you know, this is supposed to be uh you know, I know it's supposed to be horrible, but it was you, you son of a bitch. And uh, they was like, "What? We wrote it together. Why are you blaming me?" Because <laughs> like, like, I know we wrote it together, but I still blame you. You're dead, man. You know it was your fault for some freaking reason. You know, like you're, you're, that's all I need to know. You're dead, man. You know anything you're involved, anything you're involved with turns to suck. It's a bitch. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> He was legitimately that angry. I'm not even, like it's not an exaggeration. <laughs> he was legitimately this angry, and I'm like, oh, good. So that means the story's gonna be awesome. And then we start getting feedback. We start getting feedback about like the the story, and everybody was like, the fucking ending, the fucking <laughs> ending, dude. What like, the fuck, dude. And I was like, I was like, Ugh. <laughs> no, not, not even, you're not the only one to say it. All the like six people that I sent it to were like the fucking ending dude what the fuck is wrong with you and i'm like yeah dude it gave me the fucking ick i've had a i've had a couple of them myself i totally get it yeah i love so so yeah like i was like you know like i said you know the part of me that wait do i have a soul i haven't i haven't haven't watched uh fireflies yet so i guess i still have a soul I, i haven't watched fireflies huh Grave of the Fireflies. Yeah, Grave of the Fireflies. Yeah, and, and it's a little thing between like uh, me, Dead Man, and the whole group. It's like the thing is like if you don't cry at Grave of the Fireflies, the movie, you have no You're soul. Right, so. I haven't watched it yet, so I don't know. I still have a soul. So, so the part of me that still has a soul, I was like, <laughs> I can't, I, I can't let it in like this for her, like you know, this character. I can't, I can't do it. I have to, like, I, I have to, like, the her story must continue. So that's what basically uh, that's what Game Over is, is partly about, and, uh, <laughs> and even then we couldn't leave. Oh, sh- uh, let me shut up! But God damn it, you know, God damn it! Yeah, you even know? then, even then, ah, shit happens. Shit well, happens. It, like shit happens. That's all I'm gonna say. Happens. Shit happens. So like as as we're moving into this next phase for this production, but like I, I just I love hearing people because like what the like the ick 
the ick is a thing, right? When you, everybody's yeah. heard us describe it on here. The ick is like when you that, that baby in that movie. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? It's, it's when you experience something that get, like, like gets under your skin. That's the ick. And I love that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like so like when every time somebody, somebody listens to that, they're just like, they're fucking empty, dude. I was so fucked up and I'm like it gave me the ick that's all I care about (laughs) all I care about you felt something from something I did like that's what I care about and DJ was like I don't want to feel this I don't want to feel gratitude for them being freaked out for something we wrote I'm like yes you do and, and, and that's the worst part, because yeah, like I, I, I wanted it. I mean, like, well, we have to have that ending, because like the ending, like I say, like Danny, if you ever watch it, you know, get in the mindset, because with like I wanted the type of ending like Sleepaway Camp, you know, you know that, you know, that film. Ooh, I know about that. I wanted something like that, like, <laughs> an ending that is like you son of a bitch, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then it ends. You know, it's like you know, it's like uh... that's 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 type of ending I was going for with. uh the ending of that yeah. movie changed my life forever. Right? Like, oh no! Oh no, dude! Oh no, dude! Dude, dude! Ah, burn my eyes! I can totally hear that one fucking audio. Oh no, bro! Yeah. <laughs> oh no, bro! You know, so like, yeah, I was going for that one of those. Oh no, like your egg and like shit like that. So it's like, so when it happened, it was like one of those. What have I done? So it's like it's like it's like it's like so it's like a dead man and I was like standing on one side like everyone else was like mad at us for this ending it's like and then it's like yeah we did this it was all laws and, and here's me it's like I don't know what you're talking about here I'm with him <laughs> no you're not get the fuck over here <laughs> you have you don't have this and here's here's the fuck part right so here's the fuck part that ending right that ending when somebody comes to me and like Danny knows this DJ knows this when somebody comes to me and says. I want something fucked up. I say, what's the first thing I tell you, DJ? How fucked up do you want it? How, what's the first thing I told you, Danny? How fucked up do you want it? It's literally, it's like, and then I have to gauge how fucked up I want it in my head. And I'm like, <laughs> do I want it like this level? Or do I want it at this level? Let's go with this one. So like the the one the one uh, so the time and I'll talk about the two instances literally the two instances of how fucked up right so DJ DJ tells me I want I want fucked up I want it to be fucked up and I'm like okay how fucked up do you want it to get and he's like fuck it all the way and I'm like full throttle it is full throttle full steam ahead yeah and I unleashed how the that dead man ending, so. yeah and that's how that ending happened. Right. See, that's where you made the mistake there, TJ. Because I, I was like, I want it fucked up, but not that fucked up. And and that, that, talk about yeah, but the that's the thing. Like, the, you that's gave him full retarded. <laughs> no, that's the thing. Is like, because the thing is, I can't go with that. Because if it was just that, it's like, oh yeah, this is all dead man. This is all dead man. This is all dead man. So yeah, like you know, he'll take the blame. Like, I was fucked up. He gave me fucked up, and I. But no, because the thing is, I wrote that scene too. Like I actually, like, <laughs> like I was typing it up. You so I can't, like, it's, it's like you want you're halfway to strangling the dead, you know, the dead neck. But uh, you know, it's like I have to strangle my own neck too. <laughs> you can't escape. You helped make the road, dude. Yeah, you know. You know so 
like and i'll talk about like how fucked up danny wanted it so i was i wrote the i wrote the original script for uh yin and yang right and in this episode of yin and yang juice the, the character that i play ends up beating a man to death uh sin city style literally crushes the guy's skull into nothing and nice. so danny punching danny, mustard yeah, so like when when uh, when I was writing it, and and I text Danny, and I and I go, okay, so do you have a character that you know? Because Danny was like, I want this to be officially part of canon. So I was like, okay, do you have a character I can kill off? And I was, and he was like, yeah, yeah, I got this one character you can totally kill off. Like, do this. And I was like, but and then Danny goes, but you have to kill him in a really fucked up way. And that's when I said, how fucked up do you want it? <laughs> and Eddie goes, literally, I just see, I see typey, typey, typing, typey, typey, typing, typey, typey, typing, nothing, typey, typey, typing. <laughs> Let me think about it. <laughs> so like, an hour goes by, and he goes, and he goes, okay, I want it fucked up, but don't go too far. And so I was like, okay, I have my limit. So I wrote the, I wrote the treatment where the guy gets beaten to death. See, DJ, you gave him carte blanche. I was like, I can't fully give him carte blanche yet. Not yet. But eventually that'll come. <laughs> oh, it'll come. Yeah. And, and when you do, like, strap yourself in. And, uh, like with, it's it. like with Dead Man's question, how fucked up do you want it? That's when it hit Dan. He was like, well, shit. <laughs> yeah. because I, I didn't I'm... think it would get this far. <laughs> And so, like, I, I just, I, it's funny because, like, that, like, when Justin, Justin, uh, our friend Justin Lentz, uh, the Epic Pencil on social media, if you want to, if you want to follow him, uh, this is kind of how I got into Dark Charm and writing for Dark Charm. Uh, he's also the one that got the question. He, 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 he told me, dude, I know you're a writer, and I really want to, I want to write a horror story, but I want it to be really fucked up. All right, how fucked up do you want it? No, dude, I want it really fucked up. How fucked up do you want it? Really fucked up. I'm like, okay, really fucked up it is. So we mm-hmm. wrote we wrote get well. Or get or better. Get better. Get better. We wrote get better. Where somebody is stuck in a time loop that is continuously and horribly tortured. Ugh. And I'm talking about a time loop, a complete time loop. Like it's just the not keeps... fun version of Groundhog Day. Oh it, it, so it gets worse. It gets yeah. worse. Yeah. After after get better ends because that basically ends on a on a, on a swerve as well that when you figure out that it's a time loop, yeah. You find out once he gets out of that time loop what happens after because it ter- like Henry Reeves as a character which oh, is the no. main he oh, the one that the one the DJ plays by the way is Henry Kurt, Reeves DJ's pays this guy um basically used a, a a demonic spell to cast out the soul of a woman that killed his his infant son put his son's spirit back into that woman and cut her hair gave or trying to give her a sex change it's all getting insane <laughs> and this oh, is dude. tuesday this is what? just dude I'm telling this you. is tuesday <laughs> so when, when i say how fucked up do you want That's- it and, and Justin weird. was like full fucked up. I want it fucked up, and, then, and I was like, "Cool." So when I when I, when, I, when we finished writing it, I was like, "Cool, we're gonna take a day. We're gonna walk away from it, you know, and you just forget about it. We'll come back and edit it down and everything else like that." And when we were editing it down, Justin was like, 
yeah, this is this is this is really fucked up. And I'm like, I know it's <laughs> awesome. And he was like, You well, literally I said I want I, it really fucked up. When they finally finished the product and they gave it to me <laughs> to get situated for the, uh, you know, to get uh, to to get for because it was a dark charm for, uh, presents episode, and I'm listening to this thing going, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> like. Like yeah, yeah. Like well, so like yeah, like that. That was your first time being exposed to my writing. So like, mm-hmm. what was what was going through your head when when you were reading the whole thing? Someone with a sixth sense of humor as much as me. It's great, right? That's like when I was when when I was reading something Dead Man wrote to um, this girl that I was with. The uh, the dandy adventures of Dead Man and Grave Robber, based out of Tom Clancy's The Division. Oh yeah. And he he had sent he'd been sending stuff over, but by this point there's about three chapters, and I mean forty five minutes of reading it out loud. I was like, "So what'd you think?" Because I thought it was awesome, you know. Because and then she all she had to say was, "That's really violent," <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, it's it's war. <laughs> it's not tiddlywinks." <laughs> This is the military we're talking yeah, about. You know, this is the division uh, pew, taking down pew. domestic terrorists. And, uh, no, yeah, uh, no, this is this is not a light story. Like uh, I sent DJ, I sent you like uh, a draft of it, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, you did. I and think I'm it'd like, be a dope ass comic book, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. I th- yeah. I believe so too. I wonder if uh, I wonder if Adikado still listen- is still listening. Hey, Adikado, we got we got a comic book for you to illustrate. Should you ever want to? <laughs> yeah. Like the reason we love the division. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Speaking of which, uh, have you heard from that? What's his name? Uh, the the illustrator. Oh yeah, yeah. He uh, we we do have some news on that. Uh, we we're we're trying to partner up with our boy Token Drew, who was on the show. He is an artist. He's a comic book artist and a reviewer on YouTube. Uh, please look him up, Token Drew. And uh, 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 right now, everything's kind of on a hiatus with him because of his current workload. So we're going to mm-hmm. be uh, moving past that and maybe maybe looking to another artist. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that that's something we're looking to bring to to our to our channel as well. We like we we've gotten some comments of like, why do you guys use the same picture and just keep it on the background for the story? And it's like, well, that's a really easy reason, and it's we're poor. Yeah, you spent all your money on microphones. <laughs> yeah, I do spend all my money on microphones. <laughs> Shut up! Like, there, there's my expensive <laughs> one right there. There's a there's a blue yeti one. Like, where where is it? Right there. The Yeti! It's the Yeti! And then there's my, my $300 microphone right there, the Yeti microphone right there, this microphone oh, right here. Hell yeah. Guys, my Stop. Amazon order is eight stops away. I am so excited to try this thing Woo. out. What is it? Do I want to know? It's one of those like weird arch oh, things that things. Re- pops oh, your he- back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's going to get some relief. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yep. Either way, like, this, I, this, just... it's not a beer belly. It's a fuel tank for a sex machine, but it does cause lower back issues. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> either way, I'm, I'm I'm having a lot of fun writing, and uh, I I know uh, we I know like like I, he, like Danny is like using me like a sponge. Like I, he's he's just kind of like 
putting me what, under other is projects. Is he using you as the face sponge or the crotch sponge? Yes. And he's uh, kind of dabbling into other <laughs> projects with me. Like, it's, it's it, I'm like Cheeto dust on Danny's fingers. You know what I mean? Like, like he just ate a whole bag of Doritos and now he picked up another work. And now there's a little bit of me in that too. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's, it's kind yeah. of. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, it's like we're we're currently uh, assisting my executive producer for um for Dark Tron Presents. Yeah. In a new series that's sort of uh I would say on a different like the same wavelength but different spectrum at uh Fascination Streets about. Whereas Fascination and I, I was I was you know like people ask us well, what it's like it's like well Fascination Streets like a bit whimsical, fantastical. There's a lot of hope. There's a lot of good feelings behind it even though there's bad shit that happens the opposite is detonation boulevard which is this big punk rock apocalypse oh that sounds cool and it's so yeah. depressing so violent so like, it's it. literally the uh, yeah i mean like and and the good news is like we uh we we were given the synopsis of like how he wanted to like bring all this stuff out and 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 you know me at this point i can't keep well enough alone um i have to like <laughs> i have to like you know like he he came up to me and was like look uh i need some help fleshing this thing out for 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 dark charm and i was like okay i mean but me and miguel would definitely be able to help you you know get some meat on this on on this basic skeleton that you're going to give us so yeah it's it's going to be fun it's sort of like bouncing around his like skeleton and actually putting some meat on it, so to speak. Yeah, and uh, of course, Grave Robert and DJ uh, are probably going to be involved in some capacity or another uh, at some point. Yeah, and uh, he I needs all the help he can get at this point. <laughs> I think it's funny you just kind of got me on a chain right now. You're like, I don't want to, I don't want to let him go just yet. Let me, let me put some more meat on this before this asshole chews it up. And I, and I respect that. I respect that because like. I got a hold of a couple of other chapters of stuff and like it went really well. And one of them, one of them went really, really well. And now it's just kind of a weird goddamn thing now. And it's just, Oh God. Uh, well, the one that went really, really well was fascination street. Number seven. That was the hole that Danny wrote himself in. Danny was like, yes. Danny literally messages me in like the middle of the night. Like, I'm like, aren't you supposed to be asleep, dude? And he's just like, I, I fucked up. <laughs> it was. It, it, I'm telling you, like it, and, and this is. And, and if I if I message you in the middle of the night at like eleven, twelve o'clock, it means something's keeping me from going to bed. And it, this episode was literally like, I can't find out what's going on. I I've wrote myself into a hole. I don't know what the heck I'm doing. He gave me an idea of how to go with it and actually literally extended the uh, the series out three extra episodes because I was like, well, damn, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> and because uh, originally it was supposed to end at seven. It didn't. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, I got the like he said he got me the treatment and I was like, OK, well, what, what do we do this? What do we do this? And this and then this and then this and we can do this. And we can associate this with this. And Danny was like. I kind of hate you for this, but it's really good. <laughs> and I was like, I, I didn't hate you. Yes, you did. Yes, you I did. I did not hate yes, you. you. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> okay, I just like, hate how easy for you that was to get that, out of there. That, yeah. 
Because like, because yeah. like a couple of days later, a couple of days later, I'm like, hey, did you, did you, did I help get out of the hole? And he was like, how the fuck was that so easy for you? And I'm like, stop, no, don't do that. <laughs> it was easy. I was like, and and the good news was like from his suggestions, I had some other stuff that I had bring back, and it, it sort of, it sort of made everything flesh out even further. And yeah. like now, it's like there's like a crucial. Uh, uh, a reckoning coming by the end of that series uh, season, and it's just it's just going to be absolutely amazing. Yeah, and uh, so and, and of course DJ DJ knows that magic of right of getting himself out of a out of a hole, and I've helped a couple of times with it. But like when DJ gets out of a hole, it's funny because when he gets into the hole, when he like writes himself into a corner, I don't hear from him. I don't, it'll it'll be days. And like I'll, I'll I'll know he's working on something and he gets stuck into a hole because he doesn't call me or text me or anything. Then out of out of the blue, two or three days later, he's just like, "Okay, so anyways," and I'm like, "Motherfucker, continue the conversation <laughs> from five days ago. What are you doing?" Just, I know what happened. I know what happened. So it's funny as fuck to hear about it. Yeah, I have that. But, you uh, have a habit of like <laughs> shutting everything off, and then it's like. Oh yeah. So by the way, you know, like, it's like you know, like it's like because it's like uh, yeah, like it's like time stops. We're like we're really man. It's like just 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 sit there thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking. Yeah. All of a sudden. And the worst part, DJ, hmm? is you'll sit there and you look at the four or five pages you just got done, and you're like, I hate this shit. I'm going back. <laughs> like, and I I call that the gut feeling. Um, like you'll sort of get an idea about where you want to go and what feels good until a certain part. Mm. And then you're like, anything after that's iffy. And yeah. that's where I was. And that's exactly where I was in the situation with, uh, with where dead man helped me out. And I was like, I can't, nah, my, my gut's telling me this isn't working. I like, I'm either, I'm either forcing something in something that doesn't need to be forced into Cause I, I like there will be an instance like nine times out of ten, when you write yourself in a corner, it has nothing to do with the structure, has nothing to do with um, lack of good ideas. It's that you sort of just created something inorganic and something that's supposed to be organic. Yeah. Something that's supposed to flow, a story-wise, plot-wise, whatever. But nine times out of ten, something artificial was thrown in there, and with it out being organic, and without even if in this is not necessarily talking about like your content, like you know, robots, aliens, whatever, verisimilitude being you know what it is. Yeah, you. You, you find yourself in a situation where you're not just letting it flow. Mm-hmm. So nine times out of 10, that's, that's the problem. One time out of 10 is you're flowing too much. You, there's no direction. So yeah. you, that'll, that'll, uh, that'll most like most of the time, if you, once you address that situation, you'll be able to get yourself out of, out of a jam uh, most of the time, except for, you know, where you feel as though you can't find where you've gone wrong. And that's okay to have like a third party look it over and go be like, okay, well, I have some ideas. You want to hear? Them? Or um, 
you know, this really doesn't fit right here. Why is this here again? At least that way they give you an idea of like a sort of map to get back to where you need to be. So everything either feels organic again or is structured again, depending on where you need to go. Yeah. And DJ hmm. hates it when I do that. DJ <laughs> absolutely fucking hates it when I edit his shit because he's like, wait, I wanted that line. And I'm like, it doesn't fit. Yes, it does, you son of a <laughs> Yeah, that. That right there. Yeah. That right there. That's real. That's real. Well, no, I mean, because uh, a lot of times, like, and I, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know if I'm, I'm, not, I'm probably not unique in this, but a lot of times as a creator, like you, like I guess Beethoven kind of had this had this problem as well. A lot of times where every every creative artist has had a problem like this in one way or form. No, That's yeah, like, how it is. Yeah, like how, how I am is like I'll imagine a scene. I want it done like a certain way, and like even like the slightest details just seems like just put it off putting, and then. uh and a demon will, will completely take it out, and I'm like, no, I needed that goddamn scene because this, you know, if this doesn't work, this, this doesn't flow like this, and uh, and like most of the time, dead man proves to be correct. But there was actually quite a few times where it's like, dude, you cut out half the goddamn story. What's the fucking point now? <laughs> Makes you think, doesn't it? Yeah, just you know, just well, like you know, seriously, you know, freaking dead man. You know? Okay, well, I, I know. Her. <laughs> I know what I know what stories he's talking about. The stories he talk he like the, the stories he's specifically referencing kind of happened what Danny talked about. It was it was too much. It was it was it was a dam that was overflowing. And so DJ had put like all, all this information and all this work into like this one story. And I came in with a fucking boatload of cement and just started patching shit. And I was just like, all right, this is sometimes it's Sometimes it's water. in the direction, yeah. <laughs> and DJ's over here sitting there just trying to shovel water over the edge. Like, no, put the water back. And I'm like, there's too much water, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> so it's just it's 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 funny and it's cool to be like uh to this to be on like on this massive creative team. And I know Grave Robber doesn't feel left out because I don't feel like I'm excluding him because Grave Robber is the consumer side of ET Network. Grave Robber is the one who talks about like when he listens to this and what he feels. Meanwhile, DJ and I are the ones that are like, yeah, it, sometimes it's really fun to create. Sometimes it's it, not fun. No <laughs> fun at all. Fun. Fun day. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I can see that though, because I'm, I'm the, the host that still subscribed to the Patreon because I like the stickers. Like, yeah, what you got? <laughs> uh, hang on. There we go. Which I got in, so these will be going out tomorrow. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and the sticker bombs should be arriving at your office tomorrow, too. Yep. Some of so, our, 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 our patrons are going to like it. I don't think all of them will, but I just thought it was funny. funny. I thought it was funny, so that's why I sent that sticker bomb out. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> You'll uh, see it tomorrow, my- dead man. <laughs> I'm down with it. So let's uh, let's go ahead and start wrapping up because uh, I promised we were going to stop doing three hour shows. All right, we're going to wrap. I got this. My <laughs> all right. My name is Tech. Shut up. Wow. No, 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 no. Honestly, it's <laughs> that was a perfect. <laughs> that, that was, was amazing ending. It's, yeah, uh... just, just don't don't do it now. <laughs> He was about to, and then all of a sudden, 
All right. You got perfect. Me. You Thank got you. Me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you can't stop me. Yeah, that was waiting for that one. Like, that's, that's right, Grave. That's right. Fall for the hook. <laughs> so uh every every week uh every time we have a guest uh danny it is customary for our guest to help us uh <laughs> see to be the death in podcasting yeah so what well, i'm trying to not, not to do that again uh so danny we have a tradition our guest helps us sell our patreon you got it so uh would you would you mind telling All them right. what they get well if you get onto the patreon and subscribe to dtn First blood, you know, first blood, you know, like, you know, Sylvester Stallone, you know, talking about trying to get over in here. Well, if you get your first blood, that's a dollar a month you join in. This is what you get, folks. You get producer credits on every episode, Marine Mental Minute, and a minute with DJ himself, the man, the myth, the legend, DJ. Then you have the middle, the UAV tier. You get only $3 a month. It's a little bit more. You just don't get the extra large size at Starbucks. It's all right. $3. You get the producer credit on every episode. You get access to the post show released every Wednesday. Also, a minute with DJ. And a Marine Mental Minute as well. Then you've got the big one, the airstrike tier. That's $5 a month. Sure, you're not going to get a Big Mac today, but that's okay. You're helping out BTN. And that's $5 a month. Join in. You get the access to the monthly movie roast, access to the post show every Wednesday. Your name is read out at the end of every episode. You get a producer credit. And, you know, hold on a second here. Ah, I can't see. What the, What happened? I was doing so well. Okay. Uh, like, Plus, you get a giveaway every three months. Stickers each month. A minute with DJ. Now, listen, I don't know what DJ's going to do with you in that minute, but it's good. Okay? That's all. Like, that's up to DJ. He could just sit there and be like, hey, baby, how's it going? But now he might not. So, you know, just take that into consideration. Then you also get the mental, the Marine Mental Minute as well with all of them. And that is for you supporting vtn yeah how did i you do with that, that was <laughs> oh you did great and there's only two choices you need ky or dry oh my god oh. <laughs> no. well no i take that back you have no choice you just show up <laughs> daddy Oh, God. Grave Robert, tell him about, yeah. about our no, shop, Grave Robert. That's before the minute happens. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Howdy, y'all. My name's Grave Robert, and I'm here to tell you about the very special VT Network online shop that we got. Nowadays, everybody does everything with their computers or their smart watches or even their smart TVs. Sometimes people use their Alexas. Now, if you were to go to Red Bu- or vtnetwork.redbubble.com on your Alexa, I don't think it would be as enjoyable as pulling it up on something that has a full-color LCD screen. Because if you were to head to vtnetwork.redbubble.com, you could see all the really interesting things we got. We got desk mats. We got mouse pads. We got laptop cases. We got coffee mugs. We got mugs for your hot tea. We've got T-shirts. We've got baseball caps. We've got undershirts. We've got pajama shirts. We've got shower curtains. We got pictures. We got posters. 
posters. We got wall tapestries. We've got wall clocks. We've got wall pillows, which is basically a throw pillow. And if you stick it hard enough, it'll be part of the wall. We've got face masks. We've got duffel bags. We've got drawstring bags. We've got water bottles. We've got bottles for your vodka, bottles for your whiskey, bottles for your tequila. We've got aprons. So that way, while you're using your whiskey, water, and tequila in the kitchen, you can keep your clothes clean or your body clean, depending on how much clothes you wear, by wearing a VT Network apron. Now, there's a bunch of all kinds of cool stuff on here. We got blankets. We got fleece blankets. We've got bedtime pillows. So you can cuddle up with them warm, fluffy bitches at night and just be know that you're all nice and safe and secure with VT Network. If you see some stuff on there, give it a click. And then you can even like, if you find something that you like, like say, for example, right there, that drawstring backpack right there, that dead man back click on for you right there. Don't get that queued up. All right. If you like that, you can see what other images we can put on there for you. All right. So it doesn't just have to be the purple TV. You could get the stranger VT network. You can get the VT network classic. You can get that funky psychedelic seventies VT network logo. You could even get the VT network Christmas special. Uh, so that way you can have shit to tuck away in your attic and keep it away from your little whippersnappers. So they don't be knowing you buying them Christmas stuff to bring to school. So you can support your favorite podcast. Dang, that's damn it. again, that's, that's redbubble.vtnetwork.com or vtnetwork.redbubble.com. But I'll tell you what, my name, crazy larry and if you don't buy something from this i'm gonna club a baby seal but also there's another hidden perk where if you do buy something <laughs> off of this for seven dollars or more and you send a copy of your receipt to uh, vt network 84 at gmail.com you can also attach a link to a video that you think is just disgusting enough to make you want to slap your mama and make dead man throw up live on camera again that's vtnetwork.redbubble.com hope to see you there Thank you very much for that. And I keep forgetting about that fucking perk. I'm also posting <laughs> weekly about my uh, trips to the gym and how much I'm working out. Uh, that's also something that it's going to be for the three and five dollar levels. Uh, it's just uh, it, it's it's a weight loss journey because uh, I'm anticipating hopefully it's sometime in the future getting 25 patrons. And with that, I'm going to cosplay Doom Guy from the Doom series for the entire month of mm-hmm. October. Oh, come uh, on. Tomahome. You're Tomahome. Be Tomahome. Fuck you and a half. <laughs> uh, time is irrelevant. Yugi Yugi, for those of you who don't know. For anyone, uh, for what? A social construct according to dead men? No, I said time Time is arbitrary. And people who have no time are usually the ones who are most worried about time. Uh, fair DJ. DJ needs another 15 seconds. Only time I know DJ is short. Uh, well... <laughs> I'm not touching that one. That one's too, that one's too easy. Uh, but if you want to get a hold of us or you want to check out what we post, because uh, we do post a lot of stuff on social media, that is VT Network 2 at, uh, on, on Instagram, on Facebook, and on Twitter. And you can follow us there and all our shenanigans. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us or if you want to be on the show, vtnetwork84 at gmail.com. Uh, and that's all really cool and well. But somebody just got their package. Danny. Please tell yeah, that them was how fucking to get a perfect timing though. <laughs> Danny, uh, tell them how to get a hold of you, where to follow you, where to follow Dark Charm Media, and what's coming up next for you. Well, uh, the uh, the end of the hiatus is coming up, so like you have your chance within the next like two months to make sure that you catch up on all of the Dark Charm Media uh, products, um, all of the uh, you know of our podcasts and things like that. You can find them on iTunes. Uh, Basically, wherever you can get, you know, your favorite uh, 
pod wherever you can listen to your favorite podcast, whether it be Spotify, uh, iTunes, Google Podcasts, whatever. We're you'll just click in, uh, just type in Dark Charm Media, you'll be able to find it. We're also on Facebook at uh, uh, just type again Dark Charm Media, you'll it'll pop right up. Um, I don't have a Twitter, I ain't got time for Twitter. <laughs> um, just, just- just to prove to our, our listeners, look at that. Spotify, Dark yep. Charm Presents. Yep. Right right there on the smartwatch. Yep. And uh, as for what I'm doing next, you'll see. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to throw too much out there, but you'll definitely see. Wink, wink. Right. And you'll love yeah. it. You'll love it. So, uh with all that said, though, I want to thank Paul Schroer and the Magic Scroll Network for keeping us on and keeping us going. They are awesome. I know Paul is also going to be involved with Dark Charm Media coming up here short, so that's also going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I also want to thank Lofus, uh, the Grave Robber, that asshole, the Raging Caucasian, Cheyenne Carroll, Sherry Finks, Ashley, Gibby, Crocoduck Scoop, Mike fucking Smith. And Donnie Hangle, thank you guys so, so much. You guys are producers of the show. Grave Robbers, even the host of the show. Uh, without you guys, we uh, wouldn't be able to get uh, DJ the lights he has now or Grave Robber the hat he's wearing. So uh, you guys are to thank for everything we do. And we want we want more people. We want to grow more. So, uh, you know, if you all, also you want to see me cosplay as Doom Guy, start telling your friends and family about it. Um, Danny, of course, uh, we're going to be working with him, and he's going to be helping us out. And please go check out Pony X Machina, uh, so that way uh, you guys can get uh, get some original writing. And that's going to be completely off the wall bonkers, and a lot of actual horror from yeah. two really good horror writers. DJ, I wanted to tell him about how to find uh, Pony X Machina. Yeah, you can uh, find Pony X Machina on uh, YouTube. You know, just type in Pony X Machina. Uh, the first story is. Uh... They all uh, they all look the same. Uh, you can also find <laughs> Pony X Machina on Twitter uh, at Pony underscore Machina. You know, uh, might not be much, but like I said, like you know, if you if you if you talk if you talk on there, I will I will reply. Uh, but yeah, no, like might actually follow uh, Dark Charm Media and actually try uh, Anchor on that one. Like you know, get, get enough uh, audio uh, dramas. I'm gonna try and get like I don't know, maybe like four or five done whatever you know, man have, have, have like a little little library first uh you know and then we could write it there coattails be like parasites <laughs> there's a difference from between being a parasite on a parasite and then <laughs> right <laughs> yeah well wait, wait oh, check out the ocean oh, yeah. i'm pretty sure there's something like that out in, in there. there's a parasite on a virus on a parasite on a conundrum that's- yeah, this is this is the, the pot calling the kettle the kettle, you yeah. know, the N word. Well, actually, yeah. Well, you know what? Check out the ocean. I'm pretty sure there's something like that in there. So there's something to, exists up there. Yeah, yeah like we, we we just haven't discovered it yet. Good God, no one can over, get, get over the freaking tongues. For God's sake. Yeah. So thank but, you yeah, guys. But, but, uh, but, but, okay, wait, wait, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> we're done. I, no, I apologize. I thought you were done. Keep going. Oh yeah, but yeah. By all means, I uh, check it out. Uh, subscribe, like, you know, need all we can get. Like I said, we're not like these other big wigs out there. We we actually have to earn our subscribers. We actually have to work for our shit. So yeah, you know, sort of dark charmina as well. You know, like we we we, we actually have to work. You know, we don't have to like just just show up and all of a sudden like a, like a billion views and crap. You know, I but, wish it was that easy, man. You know, I wish it was. 
We can try. That's yeah. why DJ needs to start an OnlyFans and link to the VT network, man. They can't. They so can't that's how handle you do it. it. Look, look, look. They can't handle it. Okay, look. I don't do it to protect me. I do it to protect them. Yeah. All right, then maybe we all just need to start wearing cat ears and crossing our eyes, because that seems to work for the Twitch streamers. Mm. Oh, oh my god. I'm not doing that. And those, uh, what, what, what those, those, those animated characters they use? Uh, VTubers, yeah. Yeah, VTubers, yeah. For some reason, yeah, that, ain't, that, ain't nobody going to want to buy my bathwater, though. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen your bathwater. It is a war crime. We're going <laughs> to get the fuck out of here, though, and we're going to go to the post show where we're going to talk about rappers' names and just how ridiculous they've become. Uh, so we're going to get out of here. And, Danny, of course, you're more than welcome to come along. Uh, but say goodnight, DJ. Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen.